saying if he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm-mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I want to cuddle. I want to go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? What's going on? And it would be nice to have a visual this morning. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, not Murph. Welcome back, everybody. Shout out to the coach gang. You got coach. It's coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream and ready for another week. I got some girls lipstick all on my cup. Maybe not. This is the wake up show. Part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel. We are back in here. Back in here. One again. One again. In the house, man. Hey, I got blue on today. I'm wearing the Free Agent Lifestyle hoodie. Blue hoodie. You can get it. We got about 20 days left before the pre-orders are done. And once it's sold out, it's sold out. All right? Ask that man. He, he said she, t- she, she grew up and out. All right? Why is that hood on the other side? Let's get a little bit of hood action over here. All right? The hood is crooked. Get my, ring, my string straight. All right? The blue one look cold. That look cold, don't it? The blue one look cold. Anyway, um, the uh, link is in the description box to the store, uh, the Etsy store, where you can get this one. If it still says Teespring, don't follow that link. The link is to the Etsy store. Anyway, 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 what a great weekend. We had a great weekend. Sunday, we had three great streams. They're short. 
but we had the member stream in the morning. What did we have? We had the uh, Ask Coach Greg Adams channel had their afternoon stream, and then we had Money Mindset late in the evening. We are back for another great week. Today, we're talking about how to become or how to avoid becoming the emasculated, neutered, and domesticated man. All right, shout out to those domesticated men out here. It is a position a lot of men get themselves into, and oftentimes there's trouble and turmoil on the back end. So we're going to clean all of that up. we got a couple of great stories to share before we get in there. We got a visit from our guy, Dr. John Deloney. We're going to have him visit, although we're not going to have him visit like we used to visit. I got a piece of audio that I want to share with you now that someone shared on his show. So we want to find a way to share this with you because a lot of men are going to be in Generation Zoomer, Generation Z. They will be fully domesticated. And uh, I'm going to show you some statistics related to that. All right. So let's get in here. Let's get in here and, and, and see the early contributors. Let's do that. Shout out to Abbott Hiker. He's on the set. El Chino says shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Here are some for the coffee. Hit me with the. I got money. We got him in here. Shout out to, um, I can't pronounce this, Hunteveros family. The Hunt Hunteveros family. Shout out to you for the coffee. And shout out to you and your blessed family. Be blessed out here. Try to dodge all of these bullets out here. Shout out to XL Pro Services on the cash app. He says, morning, coach gang. Grind time. It is grind time. I love that. Grind time. All right. I think uh, De La Soul had a song called Grind. No, it was called Grind Date. All right. So we got a grind date to make. To make. All right. Shout out to you. JJ Frost says, can we get the full episodes of the CGA shorts? Now, I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't know what you're talking about uh, related to that because uh, the way the editing works, <laughs> you remember how people used to say, the way my relationship works. Well, the way the editing works is that I don't know where one particular episode comes from or not. But as you guys know, I am a all around hustler type of guy. And uh, what happens is see the CGA shorts channel. They typically my editor will edit some videos uh, from my live stream. Shout out to Brent Fullerton over there, who is my editor over there with the uh, shorts and the TikToks and all of that stuff. So I couldn't tell you where every short came from. All right. I can't tell you, but I'll just post them on shorts. Sometimes I'll post them on the Coach Greg Adams channel. As you can see, I got channels on channels. Sometimes um, our other editor, uh, Avi, Avi will make the edits for the Quick Hits channel. So there's two different guys doing it, and they're pulling information from all over the place of any of my live streams. So I'll, I really can't tell you directly what clip came from what. All right. So. Hey, subscribe to all my channels around here. Over here. All right, subscribe to my channels. Over here. All right, shout out to you. Thank you for that super chat. Um, What do we got here? Shout out to Simon Small in the building. You're back again for another message. ACDC says, happy T-Mon Day to the coach and the coach gang. All right, man, watch out for T-Mon. All right, Joe Jones says, cost of admission. We are already contributing nice and early. J.J. Frost, sexist marriages are... Deletion side, free agent for life. Indeed, De David R. says, just bought the free agent lifestyle audiobook. Give me the buzzer for spending 10K on a single mom during the pandemic. We'll give you the prices wrong for that one, guys. Man, we fall for that one every time. Don't you hate when you fall for that one? You fall for that? Because you want it to be the good man. You're such a good man. We're going to talk about how to defeat that good man spirit. All right? And how not to be the domesticated 
emasculated, neutered male. All right. E, uh, Eddie says, I met a sex worker in my early 20s that had a boyfriend for five months. He liked when the sessions were recorded so he can watch her get piped down by other men. Coach, how spot on you are about Generation Z girls and dating. And it is so real out here. It's a real, real world. Actually, the video that we're going to share from Dr. John Deloney touches exactly on that. All right, we're going to touch on this because uh, young women today, they got so many options that they're very much willing to have boyfriends, husbands, and they'll be out here in these streets. In these streets. Getting piped down viciously. And then guys uh, in their, in their, I guess, their need to appear open-minded, what they'll do is they'll, they'll do the Will Smith. Well, I don't care. And they'll hide, you know, he might be wanting to do something on the side. So he's, he's thinking he's going to get the best of both worlds. But look at Will Smith now. I, I never was a fan of open relationships. I never was a real fan of open relationships. Okay, so um, I think that uh, you can make a choice to be single or you can be married. I don't agree with cheating or affairs in marriage. Although if somebody could give you a reason to cheat on them, like we have the lady that says, I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Now, not to say that all relationships are dumpster fires. I think they do set you up. You think you're going to get the best of both worlds, but um, Generation Z guys are going to have to settle for figuring out do they actually want relationships that are going to be open-minded? Well, the girlfriend will say, I'm bi. Very common in Generation Z. It was common a lot of places, but it's very much openly welcome. And the women today growing up, well, you're an insecure man if you can't deal with this. And so a lot of guys will deal with this, right? Shout out to Class E. Happy Money Day, Coach. I got money. Shout out to the Coach Gang. All right, I'm going to do a couple more. Raul doubles up. He says, good morning, Coach. Hope you had a good weekend. Don't want to bring political, but what do you think of the idea of DeSantos running in 2024? And um, I would say it depends on what Trump is going to do, right? That's where it depends. But he's going to run regardless. He's setting himself up to run should Donald Trump run. It doesn't matter. Trump might have to run as a third party, which is going to not benefit anyone. Raul says, um, ladies and gentlemen and others, brace yourselves as we're going to listen to another John Baloney episode. Shout out to the domesticated out there. We love him, don't we? We love Dr. John. Ed says that the leftovers of dating and the unreasonable demands was heat. I deleted all dating apps a few months ago, and it put everything back into perspective. All right, so uh, this is what we do here. We're trying to wake men up to the options that they may have because society's not going to give you all your options. They're going to put you on the path and uh, ultimately get you to decide to do something you don't want to do. All right. Um, and uh, let's get to the first. Oh, by the way, by the way, Vanglorious. Anytime I say, by the way, I have to follow that up with Vanglorious. This is protected by the red, the black and the green. But let's give you some audio here. Uh, let's see here. The bracket challenge. All right, so this is the last. This is the last night. This is the last night. So uh, we got a couple of people that are on top. A couple of people need Kansas. We got first place Conrad and Tiggs over there. They need Kansas to win the night to clinch. And we have a first, second, and third place prize. And we have a double up type of third with a North Kakalaki being predicted to win uh, the game tonight. So the, uh, some people are going to win some money. Wait, somebody's going to win some money in the bracket challenge. Coach's bracket challenge. All right, shout out to the bracket challenge. All right, 
my, next year we're gonna do it a little bit more efficiently. Some some people joined and didn't pay their dues. All right. Mm. Cold blooded. It's a cold blooded world. All right. So um, let's see here. Let's get to this part of the screen here. Uh, let's share a, a story with Dr. John. All right. Now, as you guys know, Dr. John and the Ramsey family don't want us to necessarily share their videos anymore. All right. Let's give them a buzzer mm. for that. They basically are like, you know, despite the fact that you are definitely aligned with the fair use channel, all right, fair uses of the of the um, the worlds here, we still think that you're not doing a good job of construct constructively criticizing our message here. Maybe they don't mind calling out names. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to pipe in the audio only. All right. All right. Then we're going to pipe in the audio only and see if this is a way to go around it. Now, I'm going to warn you right now. You're probably not going to see a moving video. I know there's going to be a gump that says, hey, wait a minute. I can't see the movie moving, coach. Mm. I'm just going to tell you right now. You're not going to see a moving picture. I'm going to move it along clip to clip. You're going to hear the audio. Everybody got it. All right. Now, what somebody's going to say is, coach, I still can't hear or I still can't see the video. All right, that's what somebody's going to say. If they say that, chase their ass up out of here, right? Coach, the video's not moving. The video's frozen. Coach, are you frozen? All right, so let me see here. Uh, let's go ahead and hold up. I almost played some real copywritten music. All right, so here we go. This video is entitled, My Pregnant Wife Has Been Keeping a Major Secret from Me. Major Secret. My pregnant wife has been keeping a major secret from me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pipe in the audio into my roadcaster via my phone. And then you're going to hear the audio. You're going to see the pictures. Everybody got it. Let's hear what this secret. What do you think the secret would be related to the common modern marriage? Let's go ahead and listen. And I got to go skip ahead because they got that little thing here. All right. So here we go. Hold up. Oh, play. What's up, Mark? Hi there, Dr. Looney. Thanks for having me. What's oh, up, man? How are you? As you, I'm as doing you right. know, how are you? As you know, I doubled the speed. All right, I watch everything on double. I'm doing good. So how can I help, man? So recently, um, I found out that a few years before meeting my wife, uh, she was working as an escort. And... All right, already. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well... That was already pretty fast. All right, guess what? All of a sudden, he finds out very shortly into his marriage that his wife is doing what? His wife works as an escort. All right, let's go ahead and hear it again. Just so she you know. had kept this. I found out that a few years before meeting my wife, uh, she was working as an escort. So this is going to be Gen Z to a T. With seeking arrangements, with all of these sugar daddy apps, with the open availability of sugar daddies, with women in financial trouble, she already he already found out his wife was. Not only does he find out his wife was wait, and she was thinking. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She was in these streets selling peace leave. Let's go ahead and continue. And she had kept this a secret from me. And I can understand why she didn't want me knowing about it. She told me she hated it. It's something she was ashamed of. Maybe. Mm, that's a lie. 
That's a lie. Now, they may be ashamed that they had to do it, but they didn't hate it. They didn't hate it. <laughs> all right. Now, all of a sudden, oh, I hated it. I hated every moment of it. Wow. A little traumatized by it. Uh, she did it for the money. She had debt. And eventually, she got addicted to the lifestyle. She got addicted to the lifestyle. She got addicted to the lifestyle. <laughs> now, this is the thing that I always warn young women about, is that when they start in this lifestyle, the money's going to be made too easily, okay? Because what's going to happen is you're going to make easy money. You're going to be making 300, 400, 500. Sometimes if you're a top-notch woman, you're going to be making 800, 1,000. If you're a very, very high-level woman, you're going to be making 1,000. And then if you have three Johns or three dates, uh, you know, uh, three guys constantly doing this, it's going to be hard for you to give it up and go back and work at the Rite Aid. It's going to be hard for you to go back and work at Golden Corral. All right. You might get traumatized from it, but when you start paying off debt as easily, you're not going to go give up that. You're not going to want to go give up that life. So she got addicted to what the dick did. That's what she got. I continue to do it. And now we're married and we're expecting a baby. And I. Oh, boy. Well, now he's in trouble. <laughs> of my wife, and I want to accept it and move on. But So here's the problem. I know I keep stopping it. I'm trying not to trigger uh, their, you know, whatever here. But now he's doing what? He wants to make it work. We're talking about emasculation on a grand scale. And men that grow up young, Generation Z, sometimes young millennials, all right, they are used to emasculation. They are used to working things out through this because he says, well, my wife's pregnant, so I got to work this out. Well, first of all, you need to get DNA tests on all your babies, all right? Mm. Shout out to old dirty, dirty bastard. You need to get DNA tests on all of your babies. How do you know that's your baby? If she's already revealed that she was an escort in the past and you knocked her up, how do you know that's your baby? You don't know. But a lot of guys are so emasculated that they think that uh, when they get married, when they get married, they have to work through every issue. No, you don't. If she left this, uh, if she led with this, you can get an annulment that she defrauded you into the marriage. You can run. You get a jail, uh, get out of jail free card. But nope. Uh, you know, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow. And I'm not even really sure how I should feel about it. And I'm just wondering how I can feel. move forward without that image of the past painting our relationship. And getting in the way of our marriage. So, yeah, a guy thinks of his wife earning money, getting, you know, being on the bang bras bus, getting busted out, having her uh, knees pinned back to her ears, all right, by old men or men with, you know, athletes flying her through, rappers, whatever it is. Here's the problem. This could be any woman. Just because she got paid for it doesn't mean it's going to be any different from the women who did this and they were in these streets in these streets, and didn't get paid for it. I think it's far worse that she didn't get paid for it or if she didn't get paid for it. At least she had some business sense to make some money on the back end of it. Okay. But a lot of guys are still here going to be traumatized that and think that, yeah, we should work this out. No. Nope. Continuing. Whew. That's a lot, brother. That is a lot. Thanks for sharing that. How long have you been married? Uh, only a couple months. Uh, only a few. Well, we can do the math here. All right. 
this is not your baby. It ain't your baby, okay? It probably is not your baby. You've been married a couple of months. She's already knocked up. She perhaps might have been knocked up before you got married. See, these are the marriages that people do what? They literally go, well, uh, these are the surviving marriages that they put in the positive column of winning statistically. And then look at what he has to put up with. And he doesn't even have the balls to leave. He's been so emasculated in his youth. As are Gen Z and millennial kids, they're so emasculated in their youth, they have to believe that they can work through stuff like this. Not only that, he's going to be the biggest trick in her life. You think the guys that were tricking on her were tricks. This guy's falling for the biggest trick of all. She's a former hoe professionally. And then now she's out here trying to be married. So I always tell you guys what? They operate in the spectrum. Oh, no, I don't chase those type of girls, coach. Oh, no, I only pipe down the girls that are giving it away for free. Oh, coach, oh, no, no, no. I only pipe down married women. All right, whatever stuff that you come up with, I'm here to educate you. You're all messing with girls on the spectrum. They will turn from selling peace leave to get through college and pay off debt, then turn into a housewife. It happens. It happens, but it's okay. Huh? And how far along is little baby? Uh, about 25 weeks. 25 weeks. Wow. Okay. According to my is math. Is it becoming right real now? yet? You're about to be a dad? According to my math, that's less than four months. Am I not mistaken? Okay. 24 weeks, four times five. That's four or five months pregnancy. You just got married uh, a couple months ago and she was in these streets selling peace. Why leave. do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, definitely real, but I'm excited for it. That's awesome, man. Whew. Okay, so you said you don't know how to feel, what you should feel about this. So tell me, what do you right. feel about this? Be honest as you can. Uh, don't lie to me or yourself or to the 17 or 18 listeners of this show. 17 or 18. I think the first thing I felt was no, 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 no. Don't don't start with I think. How do you feel? Whoa, 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 whoa there. Hold the phone. Hold the phone there, John. I see what you just did here. Let me rewind that. Let me rewind that. Let's watch it again. There are 18 listeners of this show. I think the first thing I felt was... No, 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 no. Don't just start with, I think. How do you feel? No, 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 sir. No, sir. You cannot... How do you feel? No, what do you think? What do you think? You can't use feelings in this situation because this is what makes you basically take a situation that makes sense and then you try to make sense of it with your feelings. Of course he feels for the woman. He married her. He caught feelings. Yes, of course he does. But now guess what? He knows that that's going to be the case so that he can talk her into working, talk that guy into working out the marriage. No, it doesn't matter what you feel. What do you think? What do you know? What do you believe? He eventually tried to say that. What do you believe? No, no, no. What do you feel? I see people already asking me why the pictures ain't moving already. You must be late to the show. <laughs> All right. The pictures will not move. It is going to be just audio continuing. I feel lied to, deceived. Okay. Uh, 
maybe jealous. Okay. Hurt. Jealous, hurt. Angry. Angry. Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, I think I... I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I feel it's definitely gotten the way of my trust. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else? Good call. I don't know. I think there's just so many different things going in my mind. I don't know where to even begin. So just begin. Don't overthink it. Yeah. I'm saying just begin. You're angry. You're pissed off. You're heartbroken. You're just sad. What, yeah, kept, what kept you from just what kept you from just packing up and walking out the door? Most of us, the story we would tell ourselves is if one day our wife sat down and said, BT Dubs, I was an escort before we um, got married, but it's all good now. Pass the syrup. We would the story we tell ourselves that we'd be like, I'm out of there, bro, I'm out of you didn't do that. How come? Uh, I love her. I mean, you've had a good relationship so far. Not the best. It's had its rocky points, but... Well, it was built on you know, lies. It was... Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I would imagine. It's like saying, man, yeah, the, the... the Our boat trip was pretty rocky. And it's like, yeah, there's big holes in that boat. Full of water. Can see that. Um, how, yeah. long have you, how long did y'all date before you got married? Okay, uh, okay, 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 okay. Gosh, damn. I used to love it, her. Coach, I love her. Why do y'all, listen, I, you know, I get this whole love thing, but you can't base it on love. I know it hurts. I know you're clutching your pillow, looking at the moonlight, shining on your face. And while you're doing that, she's getting piped down viciously on a Friday night. Okay, get over it. Women have partners before you, and they'll have partners after you. It is She is not yours. It's just your turn. So in this situation, he doesn't realize that his turn had already been taken uh, in, the, in the form of money, and now you're going to finance this person. You're going to lease this person for the rest of your life in hopes to own her, but she's owned by. In the street. And right now, you got this guy. is gonna She's going to answer. He's going to answer questions. That tells you why he should even marry her in the first place. So, how long did you know her? It's been about a year now. Okay. Yeah, there's big holes in that boat, full of water. Can see that. Um, how yeah. long? Have you, how long did y'all date before you got married? Uh, it's been about a year now. Okay. So I'm going to tell you this. A lot of people say six months to a year is enough to know someone. It is not. I actually have told you five years. Five years, if you ever even think about marrying someone. Now, I violated this own rule, and that let me know I shouldn't have done that. Five years. Now, you might say, she ain't going to wait around for five years. Good. You won. You won. You know why? Because she can't lie for five years. You know why? She doesn't have five years worth of time. You know why? The best part of her is now. Now, she don't have time to prove it, and that's a win for you. After five years, you will know who this person is before you even think about going to marry her. But you wanted to speed up the process. You wanted to impregnate her. You felt good. And then you went down there. You dropped a couple of Ks on some rings, and you walked her ass down that aisle. And then guess what? You start finding out the truth. 
See, a year is not enough time to find out the truth. You didn't investigate her. You let your lust lead you. And your lust led you to a pregnancy now in which if she has this child, then the child is in fact yours. You'll be attached to an ex-hooker as your wife and baby mama. Okay. Some people were saying six months to a year and then rush to the altar celebrating marriage. No, 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 no. Five years. Now, if she doesn't have five years to invest in you, all right, that tells you that she's trying to push your ass down the altar. And number one, number two, it tells you that she's too old to be getting married. Because what she's going to say is, I don't want to waste time investing in you. And then you don't pull the trigger. Normally said by someone who is delaying marriage and childbirth. So after she's done in these streets, all right, so she's going to be done in these streets. You're such a good man. And that's you. Nice guys win in the end. All right. And then your turn is up now. Rush me down the altar. And then I'll tell you about who I am after you made a legal mistake. And. So you love her. <laughs> he don't even know. Where You've known going. her for about a year. You got married. You're having a baby. What do you want to do? You don't know where to go with this guy. I I want to make this relationship work. This is something in her past, and I don't really have a reason not to. I don't really have a reason to believe it's something that has happened since we've been together. Mm. And she's been good to me, and I want to take care of the family. Oh hell. He didn't turn domesticated. See, what he's doing is he's trying to nice guy his way in. He's he's at the third level. We'll get to it in a bit. Now he wants to turn domesticated. And he wants to say that uh, I have a duty to this family. He's That's what Will Smith said. Love makes you do stupid things. I have a duty to my family and blah, blah, blah. But you married an escort. You married someone who deceived you, fraud, defrauded you into marriage. And you don't have enough balls to walk away. All right. Not only walk away, you you don't even run. Is she in on this too? Yeah, she's in 100%. Of course, because you're a sucker. Listen, guys, listen. You, the reason why she's in this marriage is because you're a sucker. You made a sucker's deal. You made a deal nobody would ever make with her. You actually uh, basically signed a dotted line to finance her the rest of her life. No other dude that has broke bread on her is doing that. They actually just piped her down and they kept an allegiance with her for silence by paying her money. Now, what she's going to do to you is do the opposite long-term tricking in which she's going to do the same thing to you, but she couldn't do to these other men, but she's going to do it in a long-term format. Of course she's in. And then if it doesn't work, she just dumps, she just dumps you and then do uh, divorces you. How'd you find out? Yeah. Here we go. So when we got married, we had uh, our own hard drives, like our own files on our computers, and we put them onto one. And so just one day I was going through and I found some old photos and uh, like messages from the agencies. Hey, man. What was that feeling like? It was uh, like my heart sank yeah that's when you can feel your organs fall out of the bottom of your you know, when you just sit there and your stomach drops so so I, I found out and then i i asked her about it that night and 
she was a little hesitant. She didn't want to talk about it. But uh, since then, she's been completely honest as far as I'm as I know. Okay. So since then, she's been completely honest. Since I confronted her after I found the files, she did not tell me. I had to discover it on my own. This is why I tell you, hire a private investigator. Will you guys listen to me? Hire a private investigator on these women. If they're over 24 years old and you meet them, hire a private investigator on her. I promise you, it will be the best one to $2,000 you ever spend on your life. It will be the best. And not only did you confront her, she was hesitant, and then she ended up admitting it because she had to, and now she's telling you the truth. This is easy. Guys, bounce. I don't care if you have a pregnant wife. You can defraud, you can uh, annul this marriage and be out. And I think the key here is as far as you know, okay? So here's the reality of your situation. And it sounds sensational, right? Most of us don't wake up and uh, the person we married a few months in lets us know or we find out that they used to be um, an escort, right? A prostitute. Yeah, that's what you got to write. But, but, but John, you're wrong, sir. John, you're wrong. This is common. This is going to be very common thing going into the future with Gen Z. Okay, a lot of them, by the time these girls are 29, 30, going into their 40s, this is going to be very common. All right, let me see here. Wife escort. So uh, this story here, we've shared this several times. We shared this story several times. Min millionaire New York surgeon claims he discovered his beauty queen wife was living a secret life as a high society prostitute, says reports of court findings. So it doesn't matter if I got money. It doesn't matter, guys. This is a common thing. Matter of fact, I've always told you um, from a line from American Pimp, uh, every woman has or has at least thought of selling a piece of peace leave. Mm. Some of them might have hard times. Some of them might have debt. Some of them may want to pay their way through college. Some of them have an emergency. Some of them have some some of them have it for joy and pleasure. Um, I'm going to give you another example of that right now. Um, let me see here. Um, uh, let's see here. Earn call girl. It's going to be Susie Hamilton right here. So this is an example right here of an Olympic runner turned call girl in Las Vegas. And so here's the story here. This is from 2015. Olympic runner Susie Favor Hamilton describes taking five clients in one day while working as a Las Vegas call girl. She was in a marriage. Look at how they look at how they showcase her. Oh, she's strong. She was she was so independent. And look at her. She was doing good. And, you know, she was in a troubled marriage and she had all kind of excuse after excuse after excuse for going around and being in these streets. In these streets. All right. She out here was an Olympic runner. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to go sell some peace leave. All right. And then she went from one event and then flew in, took on five dudes. Hey, get that. Speaking of gumps, right? Here we go. Speaking of emasculated and neutered. Oh, my goodness. So, guys, this is more common. Guys, this is going to be more common than you believe. This is going to be a common occurrence in the future. All right, there you go right there. So these aren't things that people are making up. All right, let's get back to a little bit more of that video.
All right, if you did want to see the moving pictures, wait a minute. Where is it over here? Ah, there it is over here. That, right. um, that doesn't usually happen. Yes, but almost always, not almost always, but often, you wake up and you find things out about your spouse. Uh-huh. They had a past. They didn't tell you the full of this. They That's didn't right. think to even explain that. They didn't think this was a big deal or whatever that happens to be. Well, that's called fraud. That's that's called that should be a crime. That's called a fraud. See, you left vital details out that had I known this, I probably wouldn't married you. That's fraud. And it shouldn't be considered as fraud. But no, they tell you to work through it. Well, you know, her past doesn't matter. This is why I don't support this whole let's wait till she's 30, 32, 35. There's too much to unpack and uncover. It is fraud. And you should be able to stomp your ass right down to the courthouse, go down there and get the marriage annulled immediately. That's what you should do. But now marriage counselors are talking you into fixing this stuff. So at the end of the day, here's what you're wrestling with. You're wrestling with two things. One, a shattered picture of the woman you just married, the future mother of your kid, and of this, um, this, um, what the hell? fantasy of marriage that you had, right? And two, you're dealing with a significant violation of trust. Violation of trust. No, it's fraud. It's lying by omission. It's lying. Trust. So the violation of trust is something you're going to have to lean into, be honest about, and continue to work towards healing, <laughs> right? And she's going to have to understand that she violated that trust. If you say, I forgive you, Mm-mm. If you say I am fully in and I love you and we are moving forward, then you're not going to be able to beat her up on this deal. You're not going to be able to bring it up when you get mad five oh, years from now. Here we go. You're going to have moments of insecurity. You're going to have moments of when she's late coming home, and you're going to have to choose to not use those moments as weapons. Oh my! Because you said God. I forgive you. Whoa! Unbelievable! Do you hear this? Do you hear this, guys? See, this is why you guys get caught in these damn relationships. Do you hear that advice? See, this is why you need men like me. Unbelievable. See, this is common what marriage counselors do to you. You might be going through a troubled marriage, and then you or her will suggest marriage counseling. She will lie. She will play the victim. She will get the counselor on her side. Because it's easy because she remembers details and she can bury you in there. Sometimes she'll meet with the counselor independent of you. And then then you'll meet as a group. And then she's got all kind of evidence. The counselor feel bad. Later on, you'll find out that there was a secret that she was keeping. She maybe spent some money. She was a spendthrift. She she hid her alcoholism. She healed pill popping. She healed the fact that one of the kids aren't yours. She hit the fact that she had an affair. And what they will do is they say, you know what? Listen, she reveals some information about something here. Uh, I don't think it would be helpful if you knew. However, if you tell her you loved her and um, and um, we'll give everybody a clean slate from here. And, but they don't tell you the information. Or they'll leave the information out in the details. Or they'll say, you know what? If we tell you and you, uh, if we don't tell you and you make up, if you do find out, can't use it against her. Can't use it against her. Don't beat her up with it. Even when it comes up and you think about it, what in the world? This is the world you live in. Can't beat her up about it. Can't bring it up again. I guarantee you this kid is not hers. 
I mean, his. This kid is not his. Said I'm all in. And wow, as part of the rebuilding trust process, wow, you're gonna be able to say, hey, I'm just checking in. You're late coming home. Everything good. And that she's going to know that part of her rebuilding trust process is being completely open and not getting her feelings hurt when you ask her to check in. Okay. So that's going to be rejected, guys. That's not going to be good advice. Eventually, what's going to happen is um, she's going to believe that uh, she can make this trust up by just a hug and a kiss. And then one time you checking in on her. And then forever, every time after that, she's going to be mad. What are you doing? I thought this was about trust. Guys, this is, man, do not listen to any advice like that, like this. I don't know why people are giving this type of information out. This is unreal, but this is what keeps you emasculated out here in this society. Uh, women, you're you're a most of you gumps are good targets for women like this. All right, they love you gumps. They they don't love you in per se, but they they love the fact that uh, there's men out here like like this. All right, because you're securing yourself. Shout out to Vegan Money for the. Uh, membership over there, you get access to the membership stream. And Patreon members hold tight. We're going to get some of those members' videos with Seeking Arrangement uh, viewing over on Patreon. So hang tight, 25 and 50 level, uh, $50 level and up. Shout out to Shot X Coach. Give my Tar Heels the victory for sending, sending Coach K into retirement. Much respect to him, but F Duke. By the way, I was enjoying my time celebrating with the junior college afterwards. Woo! And from what we know, Raleigh Durham is a nice hot spot for the junior colleges. Shout out to them. Young Viking. It's crazy seeing all the girls I knew back in grade school pregnant all over my timeline on my Snapchat. Sometimes the father is nowhere in sight. Give me the buzzer, coach. Mm. Well, you dodging a bullet. Single motherhood is running rampant, and that's one of the causes of the emasculation of men today. Um, single mother raised young men, all right? And it's not your fault, single mother raised young men. And it is not the single mother's fault, per se. She made the choice, which I tell always my daughter, one of the dumbest things you'll ever do in life is become a single mother. It's absolutely stupid and asinine. You're literally trying to make your life complicated. And it's not that. Should we put up the disclaimers here? You chose to get click on my face. All right. Today, viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. You were warned. It might be time for you to click out because it's going to get real. All right. Statistically, it's one of the dumbest things to do. It's going to handcuff you for at least two decades, which in your time, these are your better decades. If you make with the man and he said he tricks you and says he loves you and you procreate with him outside of the context of a stable family, you are basically doing doom to yourself and that child. Okay, statistically, it doesn't work out. Statistically, it's not going to work out very well. But go ahead, all right, if you want to. But we allow single motherhood, and then um, basically we incentivize it, and then we provide victim narratives. Oh, what happened? Oh, he just ran off. He went to the liquor store. He said he was going to get a pack of annihilators. He was going to get some black and miles, a Colt 45, and a gallon of milk. And he never came back. And I had nihilators in my pocket. I had the apple, the pineapple. Remember the pineapple nihilators? Oh, my God. If somebody had pineapple nihilators right now, I might tackle you. He took off. He left. He left. 
All right. No, no, no. He left. <laughs> he said it's a new wave cap, a new do-rag, and a Yankee fitted that he can wear cock to the side. All at the liquor store. Anyway, Jesus. Man. Oh my goodness. Shout out to Caleb Ferguson again. He says a man, he says a man could marry a woman still. He says, but she needs to act like a girlfriend in order to keep her desperation for said man. The wedding is her championship. And she says, got him. All right. The wedding is her championship. But guys, that is going to be it. The victory party after that. And then afterwards, subsequently is going to be a collapse. All right. You guys know what typically happens after that. This is an attention grab. Just so you know, it's an attention grab. The grab is going to be something like this. All right. And I'll tell you how it works. There's the early points of the relationship, which would be you would call dating, which should be courtship. There's a massive amount of attention given to her. Attention is her currency. Then it escalates into a coupledom or a commitment where you do the dancing monkey routine. Shout out to AMS. And then eventually you'll progress that into engagement, cohabitation, and marriage, which is still an attention grab, a.k.a. her day. Then there's gifts and rings associated, which is going to be high-level prostitution. Then you go into the next phase, which is going to be the nesting phase in which you will hunt down apartments and, and condos and townhouses and starter homes. Okay. Then it's going to be after that. Some people do this in a uh, reverse order. All right. But then it's going to be the hunt down or for, for children. Then it's going to be children in which she will get another massive amount of attention for birthing children. Now, once the childbirth phase ends and the kids become elementary school age and no longer are babies and whatnot, then all, it's gone. All the attention leaves, not only from the attention from the husband, but the attention from family, friends, and everybody on Facebook. There's nothing new to report other than the fact that they're going to kindergarten and first grade. Oh, they're going to kindergarten now. Now it's all downhill. Okay, you've been sexless marriages with your, with your wife for three years already. All right, the attention's gone. Maybe she got out of shape. Maybe you got out of shape. All the attention gone now. Yeah, that's the marriage will 2.0. Okay, the attention is what keeps her into it and invested. But then when that's on and the kids are now eight and 12 and they only invite the grandkids over just so the grandkids, when you come, when you come to visit me down here, so I got to take my rheumatism medicine out here. When you going to bring the cheer in, you're going to bring the children to come see me. You got to fly all the way across the damn country. Bring them children back over here to Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. I need to see them children. Them children need to be with their grandparents and they need to be with their black cousins. <laughs> they need to know how we do it down here, eating pork rinds and all of that sunflower seeds and Mountain Dew. Bring them children to granny. And then you got to bring them children all the way across 2,500 miles, pack all the children up. You arguing on the plane. <laughs> them children, yeah, sit them children down there. Hey, children, y'all better start acting right. Go, I'm going out there and get that switch. That's how we used to do it. Go on and get that switch out there with them children. Them children acting up. <laughs> She's scratching her wig. Oh, boy, them children getting big. Look at that. Hey, come give your grandma a kiss over here. Let me give all that. The kid's like, ah. <laughs> grandma Nana kissed me on the up. Uh, if you don't mess around, you give grandma a kiss over here. I'll go out there and tell them, get that switch. Hey, and then they send the old ass uh, son husband that been living in the house. He 45 years old. 
He's 45 years old. Go on out there and get the switch for them children out there. Sit your ass down, your little ass out there. Girl, you ain't married. You ain't raising these children right over here. They going to be drug dealers and gangbangers around here. That's how they are in Charlotte out here. Hey, somebody come put my wig in here in the shower. Mm. See, by that point, your marriage is over. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Leroy. <laughs> Uncle Leroy, Uncle Leroy still live in the back bedroom and shit. <laughs> he still get the, he still, they slide his food under the door. They just leave it at the door like his soul food. Uncle Leroy, Uncle Leroy, a predator. Uncle Leroy be looking at them children. Hey, I'm going to take the kids around the corner to the stove. Oh, Uncle Leroy, you such a good uncle. You're a good uncle to them kids. He lead the door. Y'all shouldn't let Uncle Leroy hang out with them kids. That boy, a predator out there. And you like this, hey, you like, hey, 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 hey. You running at the down the street, <laughs> trying to catch Uncle Leroy. <laughs> hey, what you doing with them? What you doing with them damn kids up there? Oh, I was just, uh, I think I had to check their diaper. All right. Man, these kids, teenagers, man, what you talking about? Checking their diaper. They nine years old. <laughs> you know I ain't lying. All right, man, look. I got to get to this show. All right. Come on, man. What a world we live in. It's a damn shame. Uncle Leroy, on he a three-time felon at this point. Where we got here. Uh, we're not going to talk about this dude no more. Let's talk about Hope Solo really quick. All right. Hope Solo defends parenting after alleged DUI with kids in a car. So this woman, Hope Solo, who is a soccer star, this is going to be Hope Solo right here. Uh, that's her mugshot. She looking like the female Incredible Hulk. Good Lord. Look at them trapezius muscles. Not trapezoids. Look at them traps. Good Lord. All I can hear is see the Incredible Hulk roar. All right. So uh, essentially, there's her family. You know she got a brother. You know it's a brother. He got She got him a light skin. She got him a light skin. Look at them pretty babies right there. Bring them children to come see. Hold on for a second. Hold up. Hold up these are twins i'm detecting i spy with my little eye hold up one of them never mind mm. we don't pick on the kids here um hold the phone hold hold up anyway i'm just gonna say boy uh, she, she, she was found passed out in her car. All right. And, uh, what she says here is that, um, is that she's still a good mom. Former USA, uh, us women's soccer star hope solo has defended her parenting of her two year old twins and insisted that she is giving them the best life possible amid outrage after she was arrested for an alleged DUI in North Kakalaki with her children in the car, North Carolina, definitely getting some shine this morning. Shout out to them. Solo, age 40, who was fat 40, two-year-old twins. Hold up. Let me do the math. Somebody didn't get the 304 fact check right here. She was found allegedly passed out for more than an hour behind the wheel of a car in Winston-Salem. She shared an update of her cheering on Saturday. Our family is strong and surrounded with love. Our kids are strong, intel intelligent, happy, and vibrant. 
and we are pleasant every day, giving them the best life possible. Really? Yeah. Now, imagine if the husband was found blacked out, passed out, with the choo-choo cheering in the backseat. Let's say he was found to be passed out in the backseat with these children. Guess what would happen? Would they be calling him a strong dad? Would they be calling him father of the year? Would they be saying their family's intact? Okay, they would let, not give him a pass. But um, in this case, she can come out here and this is what happens. Oh, she's still a good mother. A responding officer detected the smell of alcohol. It must have been mommy wine time. And a warrant said that Solo refused to field sobriety test and her blood was drawn instead. That's an L. All right, Solo wed her husband, Jeremy Stevens, a former tight end for the Seattle Seahawks or the Sea Haggies and the Tampa Bay Yucks in 2012. They shared twins. I'm not going to talk about the name. So anyway, this is what we do in our culture. This is the same thing we do to single motherhood. No matter what she does, there's no fault. No matter what she does, she comes out smelling uh, like roses. She comes out shining like a diamond. No matter what. Now, a guy does something. He runs to the liquor store for one damn day and doesn't come back. He's a deadbeat daddy. And it's grounds for divorce. And it's grounds for uh, CPS. And he gets restricted custody. But, but this is what we do. This is why single motherhood never gets the, uh, never, never is going to stop because nobody looks at it because they're still good mothers. How do you know that? Um, let's get to this show right here. A couple more super chats and we're going to get into the header here. Kaylin Ferguson, uh, sorry, Abby Sandy. Good morning, CGA. Headed out to work, but definitely will catch the replay. Keep dropping them dimes. Yes, indeed, sir. Coach Junior, yo, coach, my friend, working UC busted a ring of girls, 14 to 16, escorting voluntarily. They were working with a 22-year-old couple. Dating is done. What city are you in? Because I, I was just telling you the other day. The commonality, uh, the common hood, commonality of young women escorting. This is going to be very, very common in today's world. So um, I know you guys don't think so. And I know you guys don't understand it. And you have a blind spot to um, stuff like this. But I'm giving you a heads up warning. This is why from the ages of 14, I, I say usually 16. But a lot of times, um, a lot of these girls grow up in very tough conditions and they have to go out there and be in these streets or they prefer to be out here in these streets. OK, so by the time you get them at 32, they've had a good uh, six to almost two decades worth of doing whatever they want. This is why looks are looks are irrelevant to me. Looks are irrelevant. I'm like, hey, so she looks nice. She's a nice looking older woman. To me, that's a red flag. That's a red ass, dead ass red flag. All right. That she's older and she ain't got no man. What does that mean? That means she probably want to be in these streets. Dave G. Oh, snap coach. You got Dr. John privileges back. Hashtag. I got money. Not really. We're going to see what happens after the show. Normally I get a notification after the show that some audio was used or some video was used. Trigger versus bro. Golden Corral Salisbury state 304 is out here. Wild out here. The Golden Corral, Salisbury, turn them back in. Be out in Vegas, 304s. ACDC, Mark's baby is going to be half simp, half 304. Mm. I know. 
So these are the parents, even in a two-parent household, these are the parents that are going to raise your kid. You got to have three, you got a 304 and a simp. Boy, this kid's going to turn out fantastic. Eugene Morgan uh, sending money because Coach Go Hard still using these clips, so we need to support him. Shout out to you. I got money. But these clips are so vital, man. Kaylin Ferguson, women know that being a 304 is wrong. They just don't care. That's why they can lie about their body counts when it comes to long-term relationships. Well, they, they will make you change your idea or lie about it because they know it'll affect their quality. All right, no matter what, because guys, no matter what, I want you to understand this as a guy who, is, who wants the best for you. Um, and I don't mean to demean the women of the modern time, ladies. I just want you to know if you've come to my show for the first time, I love the ladies you are now. Okay, listen, don't get me wrong. I grew up in the 90s. I knew how hard it was to get two pieces of peace leaf. All right. It was damn near, it was, it took some work to be able to get two pieces of peace leaf back in the 1990s. So in order to put peace up two pieces of peace leaf, now you can just come up with money. You can be the man. You can have a nice car. Like you could get peace leave easy. Like it's hard for ladies to hold out for the good ladies. All right. Good women can't hold out no more because these girls out here be. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. All right. So um, ladies, I love the fact that you guys have chosen to go the route of Jezebel. All right. But I know not to marry you. And that's you. I am trying to warm in. So I'm not demeaning women who have high body counts. Hey, the more the merrier. All right. Have at it. Make it easier for the men who can get at you. All right. I'm not, I'm not mad at you, ladies. I ain't mad at you. But what I'm going to tell you is in, in the in the times of that, that this is going to be a, a, our digital sexual revolution that we're experiencing, you're becoming less marriageable as you go on. So I will warn men, go have fun, but do not marry them. Now, I already hear, I already hear the people, but coach, you say you like two-parent households is the best way to raise children and marriage is the best way to raise children. Yeah, but if you got two, if you got a simp and a reform repackaged 304 getting together to create children, that ain't gonna work. I don't want my men out here doing this. Pause. I think men are gonna get hoodwinked, bamboozled, and swindled by following that. And then this is how you get set up. You will win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding out until the right girl comes along. Nice guys always win. They oh. always win. If nice truly means nice, you had the wrong girl. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s, but let me tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags, and nice guys will win. They always win. They always win. I want a nice guy, okay? I'm sick of the games. Like, you saw, I'm, I shut it down. Like, I'm not into it. Yeah. I want a nice guy. She done getting drilled. She done getting drilled. She done... Leaving with succeed on the bottom of her chin. Look at that chin. That's a good target right there. She done swallowing succeed. She done getting busted in the eyes, all in the earlobe. She done washing it out of her hair like something about Mary. She done. You know what she wants? And that's you. She wants a gum. All right. And then she's going to find you. You're one succeed away from the plantation. You're going to wonder how she learned how to do that trick with her tongue. And then you're going to roar. And you're going to be like, Baby, I'm yours. Baby, I'm yours. If you want me. And then it's over for you. She's going to walk you down the aisle and she's going to say, got him. I'm trying to get you guys to wake the hell up. <laughs> right. Anyway, Mr. Ant the Great, appreciate you for being a member. Setsana, duck sicking for a stack it is back in the back of the Jack Shack. That's what they've been doing. All right. And ladies have at it. 
Ed says he bought a used car without the Carfax. Yes, he did. Vegan Money. Hey, Coach Chris Rock talked about his free agent lifestyle briefly in his stand-up show. No spoilers. Recommend all of the coach gang to see him while on tour. All right, shout out to him. And he might be, you know, he, he's a free agent lifestyle member, I believe. He follows me on Instagram, and I do follow Chris Rock. I followed him back when y'all let me know because I don't be knowing nothing what's going on on IG. All right, but um, shout out to uh, Chris Rock for living the free agent lifestyle out here. Mr. Ant the Great, these beta males won't leave because they know they won't get peace leave anywhere else once it's over. And that's a matter of fact right there. That's a matter of fact. A lot of men who do not are not successful with women, they will get two pieces of peace leave and they will marry her because it's the only way he can ensure he's going to get it. But that's because he's not willing to go to the dark side. Right. He's not willing to go to the dark side. Once you go to the dark side, you realize, hey, uh, everybody's over here. We talked about that. Express DJ, take lessons from the free agent lifestyle, gentlemen. It saves your life. When you put your priorities first, women will have to qualify for you. Single men are much happier than married men. Oh, boy. Right here. And that's you. That's what they say. Tony Sosa, last one. What's up, coach? I'm just reading. The Free Agent Lifestyle, and it's a great book. Thanks for all you do. Salute to the coach gang. Thank you for getting that book. I'm the author of The Free Agent Lifestyle. You can pick it up on Amazon, or you can go on the Barnes and Nobles and go in there and get The Free Agent Lifestyle. It might not be in there. You can order it. But also, I'm the author of The Evolution, The Evolution, America's Reverse Engineering of the American Women, or Feminism's Reverse Engineering of American Women. And I'm also the author of 52 Things, which you can get or free on my website, gregadams1.com. Register for the book. Make sure your email settings are at a low security so you can get the email and you get the free book and the video over there. Over here. All right, so let me go back to this right here. Let's get rid of her. All right, promise I'll get to the rest of the Super Chats. Now, let's get to the emasculation of the men. All right, so what typically happens is, is what our lead-in uh, Super Chat, one of our last Super Chats implied or talked about, men who are unsuccessful with women oftentimes have to go the route of marriage in order to have success in the sack with their wives, all right? And then ultimately, they don't realize that their lust has driven them to uh, taking steps towards being the nice guy, and then eventually she might clam up or you might clam up, and then you're playing the ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? Playing the ring game yeah. that he made, which is okay with me. Cause he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So you, yeah, she knows she has a good deal. So she's like, let him waste this. Let him waste away being a servant or a slave. So sometimes not all of the guys are, um, not all of the guys are so-called masculine. We're going to get to this, the over overcompensator. All right. So a lot of times you didn't have a father. All right. All you had was the pimps and the drug pushers and the hustlers. Maybe you had a subservient, man mentoring you a lot of times uh we'll get to that part but um what happens is they have basically society has said masculinity is is no good it's toxic and so all of the qualities that uh that uh, they tell you not to be they will celebrate when women do it right brave strong independent all right a go-getter a hustler you're good and what will happen is they will celebrate things in which they're going to say that they're pushing for equality but when they do so you find out that they're not pushing for equality. They're actually going to push for uh, dominance. So in this article, I will show you a couple of articles that prove this. Young women earn more, uh, more than young men in several cities. 
Now, in, if you listen to this article, and it was sent by um, sent by a, a listener. I always forget the names. I should remember. But look at how this article's framed. April, April 2nd, 2022. Young women earn more than young men in several cities. Now, this is emasculation on a level of um, reporting it. Number one, it is deception because feminism was not about young women earning more. It was about young women catching up and closing the gender pay gap. So if they're touting success in that young women earn more, they're belittling men. And they're showing you they don't care about equality. This article should be, we need to get the young men to catch up to the young women for equality purposes. But no, they're going to say, look at how good the young women are doing and look at you dumbass young men. Okay. You ain't doing it up to snuff. And then they got a damn straggle daggle in the factory somewhere, uh, piecing parts together. But women have been able to close the pay gap in men with men in several U.S. metropolitan cities and have surpassed their male counterpart in many cities, according to a new report. Have surpassed. I thought we were, I thought we were doing what? Trying to get equality. Now you realize it's never been about equality. It's been about supremacy. There it is, sur supremacy, surpassed. The Pew Research Center analyzed Census Bureau data and found that in 22 of 250 U.S. metro cities, women under the age of 30 earn as much as or more than their male counterparts. I've been reporting that for a long time. That's actually very common. Uh, it is more common that you see a 23, 24-year-old woman in a corporate job or a job as a bank teller than you would see a man of the same age in the same job, no matter what. All right, because women are more trustworthy. They're more likely to be good workers at this age. They're not starting families. They're trying to get their careers going. So I could focus on my career. But in the early parts, before they're having to get married and stay home and raise kids, or at least take time off for raising kids, women always have earned more than men at this age. New York City, Washington, D.C. are among the cities in which young women earn more than men, the study found. So what are we going to do about that? Are we going to equalize that? What are we going to do about this? We should equalize this. By the way, these are the 10 metro areas they're talking about. Wenatchee, West Virginia. Oh, sorry, Washington. Morgantown, West Virginia. These are major metro areas, by the way. But they do have San Diego, New York, Washington, D.C., and so forth and so on. All right. So here's what typically happens here. They've been touting this. Women are now the majority of the U.S. workforce. But working women still face serious challenges. That doesn't sound like equality. How does that sound like equality? Okay. I thought you guys were pushing for equality. Don't you want to say men need to catch up to women? We need to figure out ways for women, men to catch up with women. Why are there more women in the workforce than men? Okay. Uh, a year ago, women were the majority of the workforce. Then 2020 hit. Oh, now all of a sudden, you're not the majority of the workforce when the barbarian shows up. Not even a damn year later, this article was reported in January 2020. This article now, damn near a year later, oh, the barbarian showed up. Women are leaving the labor force in record numbers. <laughs> November 2020. All right, how things change. So um, in, in an effort for you to be not emasculated or domesticated or neutered, you have a lot of overcompensators here, especially in our modern times. We have had phrases enter the lexicon, phrases come back like alpha, sigma, omega, beta, 
and a lot of men trying to figure out where they land on the totem pole totem pole and so a lot of guys will try to chase the alpha spirit and which doesn't make sense because alphas are alphas they don't know they're alphas they just become the alpha all right but people will say i'm going to turn myself into an alpha because it's a mindset hey more power to you sometimes it's overcompensation okay um, most of the time in, in, in past times, in order for you to prove you were the alpha, you actually had to prove it. Like if you walked out with your chin up and your chest out and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't stand up to whatever the challenge was and you would get challenged, whether you were at the plant, the factory, whether you were at in a war zone. All right. Like a generation Z and I mean, generation uh, the boomer generation and, and silent generation, they spent most of their time on the on the battlefield. And if your ass wasn't on the battlefield during World War One, World War Two, Korean War, Vietnam War, and then you were walking around like you were an alpha, they would be like, well, you ain't so alpha. Your ass ain't out here fighting. OK, back in the day, you have to wear a foot, wear a football pads, barely no pads and no face mask. And if you were walking around like you were alpha and you ain't out on the football field, what the hell are you talking about? See. Back then, there were things for you to do to actually prove you were alpha, not just walk around with your elbows poked out and your chest out. OK, mm. today you can play lacrosse, which is a tough sport, by the way. I'm not demeaning lacrosse, but what I'm saying is you can be in the absence of doing masculine act activity. Not that lacrosse is not masculine, but you can do something. You don't have to go to war. You don't have to put on the football pads. You don't have to go out there and then you can walk around pumping yourself full of testosterone and steroids and then have your elbows poked out and your chest out and claim your alpha, shave your hair down, grow a beard. Mm. And you ain't touch hide no hair on no football field. You ain't made no tackles. You ain't dunk on nobody. You ain't cross nobody up. Okay, so this is what's the problem in our culture today. We can have full alphas and this is overcompensation. All you got to do is get your ass a big truck with the big wheels. Wait a minute. Am I talking about myself? Mm. <laughs> hey, I'm not talking about me, am I? However, you can get yourself a big old truck. Big old wheels. You can purchase them. You can customize them up. You can go off-roading and uh, you can put yourself, you can do a bunch of push-ups and inject yourself with all kinds of steroids. <laughs> okay. And then all of a sudden you can claim your alpha. Just shave your hair and grow yourself a beard. I'm alpha. All right. No, you ain't. You get chin checked real quick. See, alphas had to prove their alpha. See, you guys want to be the lion out here. Well, the lion sometimes got to go ahead and go in the battle. All right. But y'all don't go in the battle and then y'all claim y'all undefeated alpha. Okay, but the overcompensation is uh, a misunderstanding of what it is to be a man. And so this is what men have because they've been raised in single mother households, pee sitting down ass dudes. And so they don't know that they need to become masculine. Masculinity is what you want to chase. See, masculinity is an understanding of manhood. That's what's under attack, by the way. Nobody's ever attacked the alpha because the alpha cannot be attacked. Four alphas can. All I got to do is... Uh, mess up your hair and then and wipe off your tanning cream all right all of a sudden you're not alpha anymore all right but masculine is what they've been attacking masculinity is what they've been attacking the characteristics that made society thrive not alphaism alphaism doesn't make society thrive all that does is prove who's dominant masculinity is what's under attack and it has always been under attack men need to not overcompensate with this alpha idea they need to overcompensate and overdose on what masculinity is and so what you need to do is try to learn what it is that you need to learn to get you to the point where you understand who you are. This comes from an understanding of who you are, not being directed into the place that people want you to go. 
This requires you to unplug yourself from the so-called matrix and develop a own philosophy of yourself. Okay, what is your philosophy? I talked about this on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel. What is your philosophy? What will you live with and what will you not live with? What are you willing to not sacrifice for yourself? And then what are you not willing to give up? All right, more or less, that might be the same thing. But what are you willing to become and what are you willing to uh, put up with uh, in terms of where you want to go in life? See, my philosophy is the free agent lifestyle, right? But you can develop your own philosophy with a combination of things that you learn. And then there you put standards on yourself so that you don't allow people to take away things that will benefit you because you want to uh, because they want to benefit from you being less masculine. Right. If you're a people pleaser, there's a lot of people pleasers out here. You care what people believe about you or you care about what you provide for them, even when they don't provide anything back. This is a people pleaser mentality that sometimes will get you to take L's. Many times it will get you to the position where you don't want to be. And then you have to course correct. So develop a philosophy of who you are, not based on somebody else, not based on Coach Greg Adams, not based on anybody else here on this sphere. But what will you accept? Because we all can't be big bodybuilders. We all can't be muscle heads. We need to be in shape, but we all can't be that guy. We're not naturally even inclined to be that type of guy. What is it going to take? And many times it's going to give up the people-pleasing mentality because in society today, in order to please them, you got to become less than. Less than what you naturally are. And you will walk around on your tippy toes being less than to please other people. They'll call you selfish. You're selfish. You're selfish if you pursue things on your own. They will call you bitter and hurt. No, nah, I don't need a wife or a girlfriend. I'm actually fine by myself. Well, you're going to be lonely. Well, in my philosophy, being alone is going to be how I came into this world, and it's going to be how I go out. I'm not necessarily in the need to actually provide for people anymore. Anymore. I was until I understood who I am, and that's a masculine characteristic. When you don't understand who you are, you think chore play works. You think pleasing your wife works. You think making other women happy works. You think making your family works. This will lead to your emasculation. Because let me just tell you a secret. Nobody cares about you as you believe. And all you have to do to prove this is start doing what you want to do. You will find out really quick. You will find out really quick that they don't care about you. People will slowly pull themselves away from you. Nobody will, not, not many people will literally say, I'm so glad you're happy. I'm so glad you've discovered who you are. I'm so glad you're doing you. What they will say is, you ain't making time for me. You're selfish. You're doing what you want. I don't care about you. You don't care about me, so I don't care about you. They will pull away from you, and that will give you the indication that they really didn't care for you. They were using you. So try not to overcompensate. I warn men all the time. Okay, I've never preached alpha lifestyle over here. I'm not against it, but I never preached it because I never thought that's how you're going to get to your full level. Sure, the mindset is fantastic, but I often think the alpha mindset requires testing, which means you need to get in a ring. You need to get in an octagon. You need to get on the football field. You need to go one-on-one, five-on-five on the basketball court. You need to get on the lacrosse field. You need to get on the battlefield. Your ass need to get on the Cowboys and Indians. Whatever you need to do, 
that requ that's required of alpha because you got to prove your alpha at some particular point. And if you don't prove your alpha, which, which means you've never had to prove it, you ain't alpha. That ain't alpha. Okay. You need to get your ass in there, get knocked the fuck out at some particular point. And if you don't do that, I don't want to hear nothing about alpha. It don't, it don't matter how much you bench press or squat either. It has nothing to do with it. All right, it's what you know. Now, once you get older, you don't need to get chin checked, but you're going to need some battle scars. And if you ain't never tested yourself, I don't want to hear high. Do I don't want to see no alpha. I don't want to hear no alpha from you. And it ain't, it don't mean you getting women either. Alpha does not mean, mean you're getting women. Getting women does not mean you're alpha. Okay. Alpha requires you to get tested and scarred. You need to have stripes out on the field to be alpha, period. If I, you ain't got no stripes, I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear a damn thing. So anyway, masculinity is what you want to uh, approach. And you need to reshift your idea of what a masculine man is. It's a guy that stands up for himself, a guy that stands on his own. Not only that, he probably can repair some things. If you guys need to go get a toolbox, go get yourself a toolbox. <laughs> Go to the uh, Ace Hardware, get your first screwdriver and wrench, get some nuts and bolts, and piece yourself together a toolbox. Okay. Learn how to cast a reel. Learn how to load and unload a firearm and actually take a piece apart. Because these will be required of you in down times. You're going to have to learn how to fix something, learn how to defend yourself, or at least defend what you own, and you're going to learn have to learn how to eat. That might be the closest thing to alpha, okay? And I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, and I'm going to belabor this point. Yeah, get a tackle box. I'm going to tell you, one day I'm going to tell you the story of how I felt like less of a man. And a lot of men have felt like less of a man in these situations, okay? And this had nothing to do with alpha. It was a masculinity thing. And, of course, I'm not a great fixer guy. I'm not a great fixer guy. But if you call maintenance for a light bulb, I'm going to look at your ass like, Okay, you call AAA and you could have fixed that tire on the side of the road. I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell you the story. I went up to Wyoming and uh, was visiting my then wife's relatives. All right. And uh, she got some like some old Wyoming cowboy ass new, uh, relatives, some big ass husky cousins like this. So anyway, I told the story before we chilling, we kicking it. I'm getting eat up, eaten up by mosquitoes in the cold ass winter June because they're 8000 feet elevation. Um, what happened was, uh, I guess there was a swing set that they had, uh, that the, the grandparents had in their yard and there was a swing set. The swing set was too small. The kids had outgrown the swing set. So the cousins, they basically was like, oh, we're going to make a swing set. I'm sitting here like, you're going to make a swing set. Cause there ain't no Kmart or Target to go pick up another swing set. And so they was like, yeah, we're going to make a swing set. I was like, hmm. So we get in the truck. We drive down into this tree area in which they do cut out trees for, for Christmas. They go down, chainsaws and everything. Timber, the whole deal, the whole nine. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we they went down to the little, the little corner store. And they went down there and they got screws, nuts, bolts. They had the whole nine, right? And I'm sitting there. I don't know how to do shit. Right. I don't know what the order. I don't know. how. I don't I don't know how to cut nothing. Nothing. I'm sitting there like, what the hell's going on? 
we cutting down logs. Timber, we tear, carrying them to the truck. I'm little, I'm little out there. I'm carrying my end like this. <laughs> they carrying their end on their shoulder like this. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> and so we take the logs. We take all these pieces. And they freaking take the logs. And they cross them like this. They got four logs. They cross one on side. Cross the other one. They take the nuts and the bolts and the little swing. They took the swings from the old swing set. And they built this big ass, big ass swing set in less than four hours, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like this. <laughs> Y'all need some help? <laughs> I'm a city slicker. They dressed in a Paul Bunyan and shit, you know, boots and sitting down. I'm, I'm like. I never felt less than a man than in that moment right there. I was like, shit. These MFers built the swing set. I would have ordered it right on Amazon. I would have been like, ah, oh, it'll be here. Amazon Prime, it'll be here tomorrow. And then we'll go ahead and put it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, y'all need some lemonade while y'all doing that? What y'all doing? <laughs> I'm trying to hold up my end. They're like, hold your end up. <laughs> I was like, God, they, they literally built the swing set. The kids were swinging less than four hours. I was like, shit. My mama did me wrong. Yeah, I would have had the directions and shit, put my glasses on. All right, let me see here. Uh, it says take A, log A. Which one? Hey, look under that log. Does it have an A under there? Yeah, there you go. That one right there. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, turn to my... Uh, damn, these instructors effed up. Um, <laughs> so I got humble. I got humble. Y'all need a hammer? What hammer y'all need? Y'all need me to knock something in? I'll knock my, hey, let me get that hammer, Sean. Yeah, let me get that right here. I have my hat cocked to the side. All right, I put my nail in. I felt like a straight up biatch out there. I was like, you know what? This is a part of life that every man should go through. You know what I mean? You need to get your 4-H on. You need to go out there and get your outdoor living. You need to get your hunting. You need to be in a small city for a little bit. Y'all metrosexual ass motherfuckers running around here with your damn, uh, with your Gucci socks on and your Gucci slippers on, running around here can't do a damn thing. So I learned. I was like, next time I show up, I'm going to at least learn how to chainsaw this mug. <laughs> next day I came out, chained off my knee. I took the damn uh, mallet, kneecap myself. <laughs> Where's the emergency room? Yeah, man. Alpha ain't about no suit. Alpha ain't about here walking around with your elbows out. Alpha's about actually being able to survive. Those dudes will be able to survive. Those dudes will be able to survive out here. It ain't about your Jordans and how clean your Jordans are, which is cool. You can have all that, but y'all need to actually be out there doing it. <laughs> be out there doing it a little bit because that's what it's going to take to be able to survive. That's earning your stripes. So all them dudes was alpha that day. And I was sitting around there, beta, like a motherfucker, like, drinking water. And they looking at me, you bet not be drinking no water while we up here. They was climbing up the tree. They climbed up another tree. <laughs> Just the thing. They climbed up another tree to put the cross, the cross the bars on the up with the two logs. And I'm sitting there. 
I'm sitting there with my white bands on. Didn't want to get them muddied. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, man, y'all need to get out here and stretch on out. All right, so let's do some super chats. Anyway, shout out to Tony Sosa. So that had, listen, I'm not going to go on that. Tony Sosa says, uh, what's up? Co- I, I got you. Auxiliary one says the straggle verse is real coach. My older sister has been asking me to help her pay bills all because she pulled the, I'm not happy on her ex shaking my head guys. <laughs> hey, look, one thing that they, you will always find out is that these women will try to pursue happiness, break up decent relationships because they expect fireworks and they expect the guy to keep bending over backwards. And when the guy don't bend over backwards, they say, I'm out of here, but you're going to have to support her. Your sister, your uh, your your cousins, your nieces, your daughters, your mothers. They will act strong and independent and then be asking you for money on the back end. Shout out to Rusty Junk. The car going off. The car going off dead man's curve with that caller. Oh, he says, if you buy this agreement, you are dismantling your future one bad decision at a time. Free agent life is the only way, especially you churchmen. Churchmen for show, man. You guys will get trained into being uh, less than and emasculated. The church will emasculate you. The church will emasculate you. All right, be careful in the church. Shout out to Don Juan. Run for us. Run. Dump. Raul, Jesus, Herbert, Cheese. NDA, smile and wave, brothers. Yes. Christopher Serdak, brothers never, never agree to marriage counseling. It is a total scam. If she cheats, walk. Once you join, uh, rejoin the cock carousel, your marriage is over. Once she rejoins it. Yeah. Marriage counseling is a no-go. If you ever uh, experience it, it is lopsided as hell. She will, they will not hold her as accountable as they hold you. And they will get you to overlook obvious red flags in order to make the marriage work because they only care about keeping the marriage going statistically uh mimic the second says the doctor is a liar he is setting men up for failure and needs to pay and he says make final financial decisions with your mind not with your feelings and business and marriage is a financial um decision right reese man texas doc said everything but get a dna test which should have been number one and number two space goes i'm in a four year i'm in a four year with a single mother or two young adult girls she gave birth to my son one year ago hold up and now she's six months pregnant with my daughter we just bought a house two months ago she caught me texting another girl now she wants to leave (laughs) wow shout out to space speaking of space ghosts go space ghosts well you're done This math is kind of fuzzy. She has two adult children and you knocked her up again. Lights, lights out. And then you're out here texting another girl. I don't see that you're married to her. You said I'm in a four year, but I don't know if that's a marriage or relationship. Well, you're screwed. You're screwed on that one because the kids are so young. Man. Think, 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 uh, think, think twice. Taboo smush or smash. Taboo smash. That's why I don't go to church when a pastor talks like it makes talks like this, right? It makes me want to pull up the Will Smith card specifically when they shame you into marriage. Yeah, pastors don't have your best interest in mind. 
they only have their own best interest in mind when they pair up married people. Uh, this is how churches survive. I don't know if you guys know this. Okay, I've been saying this for about a year or two when I've been talking about my church streams. Churches survive on membership. This is why many, many times the Catholic Church didn't allow early terminations of pregnancy. Do me a favor, hit the like button. Catholic Church typically didn't allow for early termination of pregnancy because it would diminish their membership. So if you even if you got, you know, out of wedlock pregnant, um, they didn't want you to terminate it because that's an additional member. Churches thrive on membership. So this is why they pair people up. This is why they put people in. I've been talking about this for a while. So this is in my church streams. Be careful with the church. Because they will, they are not helping you. Rod Gliff, coach isn't Hunter Biden, the ultimate Chad. Will you cover his junior college party sprees in the future show? Uh, possibly not. I probably won't. He's not the ultimate Chad, though. He's a crackhead. All right. And a trick. Shout out to Bill Kid, Billy Kid, coach. Which is more devastating to men, child support or alimony? Uh, child support. Child support. Child support is detrimental to your wealth. Alimony is um, sometimes you can get away with not having to pay alimony. A lot of states are going away from alimony. Um, alimony tends to not be um, not be the big fight in court. Child support is the big fight. And child support, then they can put you on an additional um, collection agency called the Department of Child Support Services, which they are a collection agency but oftentimes they can can cause you to get a suspended license and suspended passport. Alimony doesn't do so. Let's just say you don't have kids and you have alimony. There's no alimony collection agency. She could use the Department of Child Support Services, but I don't think she really can. And there's no tacking on of um, 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 interest if you're late. Child support, it, there's a tacking on of interest. You can get imprisoned for not paying. You can't technically for alimony, but there's no really... Most people don't go in afterwards for alimony, all right? But child support is the one you don't want to be on. Pete Rose, he says, Coach just got back from south of the border, and let me tell you, the price of peace leave has plummeted. <laughs> I'm sure the age has, too. Shout out to Dwayne Brown. Anybody go to Mexico, you know what I'm talking about. Dwayne Brown is in the house. A couple more DGC, more blessing CGA. Been busy on the West Coast during Cisco's work. Keep it blazing for 2022. We keeping it hot out here. Reese Man, Texas. I dodged the bullet taking a DNA test. F feelings. F feelings. Guys, feelings are going to get you in trouble. Look at Will Smith. All he can go back on to justify what he did was his feelings. Feelings are not good. Let's talk about the next level of emasculation, and that's the emasculated son husband. This is how you avoid your son husbandry. And uh, I want men to understand that people are using this form of manipulation to get men to take a back seat in order to give women a little bit more leverage. All right, in our society, because we're taught, hey, you know, we need to give women a chance in Title IX, and uh, we need to give them more chances in careers. Uh, we need to make them more police chiefs. We need a vice president. We need a president. So that requires you to overly, um, if you're not an alpha or a masculine guy, you're like, yeah, this just seems right. Yes, it is fair. You know, we've been oppressing them for so long. Instead of you being a competitor and say, the hell with them. The hell with men and women. I'm doing what's best for myself. 
All right. Um, they will emasculate you into this form of son husbandry. Now, a lot of you guys think that I'm telling you to be mad at your mother, be mad at women. They're only doing what they're programmed to do. Okay. Based on what the 5% nation says, and shout out to all the 5%ers out here. Peace to the gods. 5% are the poor righteous teachers. 10% are the what? Elite. They are the blood suckers of the poor. In essence, they are the ones that keep you going. And 85% are deaf, dumb, and blind. So your mother or your father, your parents, they could be plugged into the matrix. They are not awake and aware. All they're doing is being an NPC, hammer, mouth breather, and knuckle dragger. All right. All they're doing is they're doing what they've been told to do. In essence, they've been told to emasculate you in order to cover for their bad past wrongs. So it's not that you need to be mad at them. You don't need to be mad at society. We just need to understand that that's what they're doing and avoid it. Okay. One of the traps that they will lay for you if you are raised by a single mother or a broken family, which you can be a broken family and be fully intact with an emasculated husband. One of the things that they can do is get you a male mentor. A male mentor. Boy, this one's going to easy. They're going to come from church, the, the Boys and Girls Club, um, uh, or something like um, church. Did I say church? Church, Boys and Girls Club. There's another place that I was going to think of, all right, that, that they will either come from, come from. And so this person, or either romance, dating. So this person is going to somehow get, teach you how to be a man in the absence of your father or in the absence of your strong father. And this male mentor will sometimes try to simp their way to some peace leave by being a mentor to you. Oftentimes, this men, male mentor is not masculine at all. Okay, she's basically going to do the biddings of the mother. Even if he's not trying to date her, he's going to do the biddings of the mother. You know, tell him this, tell him that. And then he'll plug in and then try to tell the kid that. He's never going to get him an honest assessment of what it is to be a man. It's either going to come from the Bible, some a point, a reference point of weakness or deception. He's going to lie by, by omission. He's not going to tell uh, the kid that his mama was a 304 and he's trying to get his way to that, some, some of that peace leave. And so men are trying to find other men to listen to. Oftentimes, women require men to be leaders. And so in the presence of leadership, they women will say, don't listen to that particular leader. Listen to this guy. And then that guy will ultimately be leading you down the path of being emasculated. Never giving you leadership qualities. The only leadership quality that they will give you is to overlook massive amount of flaws, typically from women, right? To, to pedestalize them, to uplift them, to give them opportunities to, to step to the side to walk together on a path. But when the burglar shows up, when the, when the barbarian shows up, when it's time to pay the tab, you're supposed to step up in front. You're supposed to lead. But then when it's time for her to lead, when the times of comfort, she tells you to sit down. Sit down. Good boy. You're such a good man. When it's time for leftovers, here, throw, throw yourself a, a bag of leftovers. So these men ultimately aren't respected for the masculinity and the man that they are, they're respected because they like to get walked over. And your mother will be the person to impute this in you early on. Early on. She'll applaud you for doing the gentleman thing, She'll, which I love being a gentleman, but she'll applaud you for it and say, this is going to be your path to success. Even though was, that wasn't the path to success for her, to get in your panty, to get in her panties, she never allowed men like you to get in her panties. She allowed alphas, masculine men, thugs, drug dealers, pimps, pushers, athletes, all the men that got into her were not the men that she was able to keep. 
And those aren't the type of men that she's training you to be. This is the unfortunate thing. So what you have to do is start discovering who you are. And many times it's going to have to tell you to go away from your mom. You're going to have to go away from the church. You're going to have to go away from the things that your mother wants you to do in order to become the man she wants you to become that she can be proud of. Okay. But you want to love your mother, but you know, she, the reason why uh, she's here is because she let your, your father hit. <laughs> That's the reason you're here. But uh, if she's taking you on mother uh, son dates and she's saying you're the only man I need and she's grooming you to be domesticated and do the things around the house that please her, that she gives you a nod and she's not challenging you, she's not preparing you to be the leader, she's actually enab uh, enabling you to be a weak man for another woman. You got to go away from your mother. You got to be willing to go away from your, your, her, your mother. You got to be willing to disappoint her. Man, I really didn't want you to be that, but I see you're successful at doing it. I'm proud of you. And your mother will be proud of you. But uh, she also taught you how to pee sitting down. As to not wake her up. Okay, this is what I used to call men, pee sitting down. You learn how to pee sitting down as to not wake her up. Okay, because when you stand up over the toilet and you started becoming a man, a young man, it started to make noise. So when you woke up in the bathroom or you stayed up late or you in the middle of the middle of the night, you got up to get a glass of water and went to the bathroom and that pee start hitting the bottom of that toilet. It woke her up. Hey, you need to learn how to pee sitting down. Every night, every time she had to clean that little bit of dribble of piss because you refused to you thought she had good aim. All right. And you refused to lift the toilet seat. She was like, you know what? I pee sit down. You need to learn how to pee sitting down. And so I call them pee sitting down, man. When she taught you as a little boy, oh, here's the potty, pee sitting down, <laughs> okay? And she let you get over dudes. Oh, that's emasculation. Why can't he learn how to pee sitting down? He needs to learn how to pee standing up, okay? A man would tell his mother that. And she should say, okay, yeah, you're right. But if there's no man there to check her, that's one form of emasculation that she will uh, extend to you and you will do that to your sons oh son you ain't good enough at aiming pee sitting down now pee sitting down men get left over women <laughs> they get left over women and so oftentimes that's what she's going to set you up for she's going to have you in church getting left over women instead of the women that she's your philosophy will base, be based strongly on her philosophy so if you're a son husband if you're preparing your life for son husbandry, all you have to do is wake up. Do not yell and scream at your mom. Do not tell her, you're making me a son husband. Never do that. Just understand what she's doing. Politely nod. This is going to be a very good thing for you to learn. Politely nod like this. I learned that big time. I, I learned like this. Somebody says, you know what you should do? And they tell me that bullshit and I go, and then I do whatever I want to do. I just proceed to do what the F I want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then do what you want to do. The whole, what if I say, you get the groceries. <laughs> yeah, she pull up with the car, groceries. Go on out there and get them groceries, all right? All of these kind of things here. Uh, those are all domesticated things here. And being domesticated, although I like the comforts of my house, being domesticated is not what you need to be. 
You need to learn otherwise. But she will never put you in scenarios to do so. She also, have you guys noticed this? I'm going to say this, and it might not be 100% accurate, but I don't know if you guys have noticed, and I've touched on this on the video before. Have you noticed the young generations of men today in their hairstyles? Now, this has gone on in the past, but young generations of men's hairstyles pretty much resembles women's and their mother's hairstyles. Mm. Has anybody else noticed this? Like, look at the NBA, the National Beta Association. Some of these men got buns, braids, like the girl in uh, Menace to Society. They wearing sister locks. Are they not wearing sister locks? I'm watching the NCAA tournament. And he got a, the dude got a bun and sister locks. We all know. They braids be tight. Like they be <laughs> sitting there like, like, oh, I'm going to tell you one time. I was watching, you know, my eyes ain't that good. I'm standing far away from the TV. I got the TV on. And I'm looking at the game on the TV. I can't tell from far if this is a woman's basketball game or a man. The shorts were as short as the women's basketball players. They all had hair bouncing around. And I'm looking going, is this a woman's game or a men's game? I had to look all around the whole damn court. For one dude looking like a man. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is this for the dudes that I saw looked like women? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, whoa, man, what a weird, what a weird time we're living in. But this is learned behavior. Although I love people expressing their self through their hair. At least the young men now can wear their hair. We grew up in a time where we shaved all their hair off, right? Because, um, you know, it was the look. So we tended to go with the ball look. This is why older men are comfortable wearing short haircuts. Not because they don't have hairlines all the time. It's because we grew up in a time where we would shave our hair off, right? Um, you know, either out of embarrassment or you didn't want to have nappy hair and all that type of thing, right? So uh, I'm glad that the young men can wear hair now. They're comfortable with wearing hair. But I'm noticing a lot of the hairs be looking like their mama's haircuts. Do I need to give you examples? Now, dreads aren't dreads aren't a woman's hairdo. Braids are, though. So dreads are not. Like, if you have your hair in dreads, then, then not so much, right? But braids... <laughs> Braids and buns and and colored strands and 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 the way they pull back the braids, I'll be looking like I'll be like that is too close. But see, this is also something that we've done for a long time. Uh, go back to the pimp culture; they would often wear a perm. Okay, I mean, obviously, the pimp culture comes from a a, a feminine behavior. They learn women in women's nature by being around a lot of women when they were younger. A lot of times we will trait pimphood to some sort of 
um, he's transcended uh, essence of masculinity and not so much. A lot of them have been around sisters uh, and older sisters that used to braid their hair. And uh, they'd see their mother come home from the hair salon sitting under that hair dryer. And for some reason, they thought, hey, I want to do that too someday. And then they put their hair in a perm. That's feminine. All right, no matter what you want to say. That's a feminine ass look. Perm? Same thing with the jerry curl. The jerry curl eventually went that way. They saw the women out there swinging their hair. And then they want to swing their hair too. And they put their hair in a jerry curl. So this is not new. This is just kind of a recurrence, reoccurrence of what we kind of achieved in the 90s and the 2000s. You want to look less masculine than wear your girl, wear your hair like a girl. But long hair doesn't mean you're a woman. Like even in the rock stars, they had the hair bands and they would go over and above to wear their hair like women. Like there would be old rock dudes that from behind, they look like a woman. You know, they had a woman's frame, all narrow hips and all kind of, sh and then you look around, he turned around and he got a mustache on. you like, what? Mm. you like, holy moly. And they just a swing in their hair too. So it's not just uh, the community. Men went through that essence of doing that and painting their nails. And all, you know, do what you want to do, but come on, man. I think we need to draw a line somewhere looking at all these tippy toe ass tight jean wearing ass. <laughs> Up on, yeah, wearing like prints. Where are we at? Let's do these super chats and then we'll get to the last point. Guys, express yourself the way you want to express yourself. Not everybody's going to be a super duper man and whatnot. But, oh, I'm going to tell you another story really quickly here since we're sharing story time. Um, I was watching a AAU basketball tournament and I sat near a mother whose son had long hair while he played and he would either have a headband or I think he, he either has a headband or one of them. He used the um, shrink wrap for athletic tape and he put this on before games. And so they'd be running around and this hair was mounting around and he would try to he would be playing with this hair in the middle of the game. Like he'd be fixing it or brushing it out or trying to tie it back up. And the mother would be yelling, stop messing with your hair in the middle of the game. If you don't stop messing with your hair, she was doing this the whole game. And I'm kind of looking at her. I'm looking at the boy. I'm like, oh, she, ha she has a problem with this hair getting in the way. Now, this is the point I used to make that, that I want to make on this one. See, um, in times of tough battle, uh, the, the army actually would do stuff to mitigate that damage. You know what I mean? Like cut your hair off. We don't want you fiddling with your hair when you need to be taking aim. So they would make sure they got rid of that uh, situation here. All right. At least he's not going to be brushing his hair out of his eye before he gets shot. So I used to tell my women's basketball players when I coached, when they played with their hair during the game, I'll say, I'm going to make you cut it off. All right. You know, you can say that in college. If you keep playing with that hair, I'm going to make you cut it off. And that made them stop at least in the middle of uh, the person's coming down to dribble and she's tying a ponytail. And then the ball comes and she's like, oh, I was tying my hair. No, 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 no. Get, sit your ass down. <laughs> so now we have men that are in between catching a pass, tying their hair up. So this is where we've gone in our culture. And you can't say that this isn't a direct result of single mother race. I mean, single motherhood is on the rise. So these, mo these men don't look at 
men's hairstyles all day. They look at women's hairstyles. They look at their mother's hairstyles. They look at their sister's hairstyles. First time they put your hair in cornrows. Okay, your, your big sister. Oh, sit down. We're going to send you to summer camp. Let's put your hair in cornrows so we don't have to comb it while you're in summer camp. That would be an effeminate hairstyle. Alan Iverson actually brought that back. That's not a masculine hairstyle, but ultimately, what do we trace it to? We trace it to gangbangers and thugs. If you think of cornrows, do you think of women's hairstyles? You actually think of men hairstyles. You actually think of gangbangers like a, 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 a old crip will be wearing. You ever seen it? I'm not want to get shot. An old crip will be wearing cornrows. And he's sitting up there thugging or they be a guy that went to jail. A guy that went to jail might put his hair in cornrows. I don't know why. Maybe he he served a certain purpose behind the bars. I don't know. But when he got out, you thought he was hood because he put cornrows in his hair. I saw a dude the other day. I was at a firearm training and he had a mohawk and they put it in two braids. You know, it's innocent. It's innocent. But how far are we going to take it? You know, it is what it is. Shout out to Green. You can have some feeling about this type of thing. You know, I just notice it. It's just something that I notice. Not necessarily mean it's wrong. Like I said at the beginning, it's just what it is. It's our new, it's our, it's our way of the world. Reese Man, Texas, I dodge bullets. Amos Brown, shout out to you. Appreciate you for being here again. Very generous without even a message there. Shout out to One White Pony. Would you agree, coach, that most of them homeless men date and try to swing up to the top 20 percenter some of them homeless men date and try to swing up homeless men huh top 20 percent of women interesting question there well they would tend to do uh what do you call it move in with a woman which is not a masculine thing to do Like, uh, a very effeminate thing to do is to move into a woman's house. I know I'm old school. I'm a Neanderthal. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm from the 1950s. I'm not even from the 1950s. I'm from the past and the future, by the way. But moving into a woman's house is a very effeminate thing to do. But it's actually quite normal in our culture today because we're progressive. But progressive doesn't mean right, just so you know. You can progress in the wrong way. Okay, but 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 um, moving into her house is going to be an effeminate thing. It's going to emasculate you, and she's going to set boundaries for you, and she's going to tell you where to pee, and she's going to tell you where to wipe. She's going to tell you how to piece it down, how to take care of her furniture. She's going to tell you what area of the house you can live in. So this is a masculine thing to do, and I often warn men, don't do it. And then she'll use you for your money. There was a meme of a woman that says, hey, I actually had a guy that moved in. He pays most of the bills to be the man, but he doesn't know the house is in my name and he's paying off the mortgage. It's a swindle. And then when everything goes wrong, she's going to move your ass out. So don't do that, guys. Don't use women in that way. And guys, um, people will brag, women pay me and women buy me gifts. And I move, I live off my woman. Guys, that is not masculine. That is not alpha. That man, that woman is your mother. That's basically who she is. You just moved in with your mama. Don't tell me you're winning because women are buying you stuff. 
I cannot stand, man. How in the hell is that a win? By the way, she gonna call for all that shit back once you break up with her. You realize that's a loan. She's loaning you those things. All those jeans she bought, she keeping the receipt. She got the receipt. All them Jordans, them Jordans you bought, all them video games, consoles that she bought, she is going to ask for them back when you break up. And the reason you won't break up is because you got a free place to live and she's buying you stuff. That AKA is your mama. Welcome to the club. And how much does that stuff really amount to? 2,000 bucks? 2,500 bucks over your span of the relationship? You're going to tell me you're going to go in on 2,500 bucks? Oh, my girl, I got my girl in check. $2,500? I can buy you out of that deal right now. I can buy you out of that bondage that you're in. <laughs> Dudes be thinking they're winning, and uh, we broke that down. Because, look, uh, guys who even get easy women, oh, I got it for free. But was it any good? <laughs> We're changing the narrative here. I get women for free, but she was busted. Was it any good when you got it? All right, what was the quality? What condition was it in? That's like me calling, oh, I got free shoes. Yeah, but what do they look like? <laughs> I bet you them shoes are busted. You ain't get no new free shoes. You got some used up free shoes. Stop it with, I get it for free. Most of the time, it ain't worse anyway. <laughs> Go in on dudes. I'm the type of dude be going in on dudes like, damn, I hate this motherfucker. He get out of everything. All right, so anyway, Ed says, Hope Solo needs help. I remember her a few years ago. She was arrested for allegedly drunkenly beating and battering her nephew. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so this is the second time, which is going to be red flag. All right. One white pony, blue pillar, Agent Smith, smacked red pill, rock, kind of ironic of the matrix we live in. The matrix. Iron team, uh, Brickhouse says, divorced in my 30s and I'm never getting married again. Thank God for the coach. Y'all better take note. Hashtag free agent for life. Okay. Y'all begging one woman to marry you. And I got five women that want to marry me right now. All right. And I'm giving them all the nope. 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 Red Dubs, coach, have you watched Deepwater yet? It's a deletion by Gump movie. No, nah, I haven't had time. Sorry, man. I, I be getting, uh, I be at, uh, I be out here trying to do too much out here. <laughs> Younger, unretired, no cap. Chris Rock, why don't you reveal yourself in the chat? All right, we, he's he's watching under a pseudonym, I'm sure. North Kakalaki Tar Heels today. I know your nervous is in the super chat. Michael Miller, Mueller, thank you for that. Becoming a member. Mr. Glucose, shout out to the coach. WrestleMania 38 was epic, but these new type of Generation Z feminine man, males don't even know how to fix a doorknob. Yeah, you guys will be screwed up. You guys know you can take the doorknob off your door. <laughs> you guys are like, what? Y'all take down the whole damn door. Said Sana, a lot of um, a micro, Omicrons claiming to be alpha. Yeah, alpha is not. Dude, listen, that's like the same thing. Juan Premier says XXs get to claim alpha simply by getting a job. Yeah, or they get to say they're alpha by getting a job. Now, guys, oh gosh, boy, those are two things I would love to go in on. But um, 
listen, just like the word queen should represent one person, there's not multiple queens in one universe. There's not multiple alphas. All right, this is why they have MMA. This is why they do ultimate fighting. If you're so alpha, get your ass in the ring. <laughs> I mean, come on. Alpha don't mean you getting girls. Okay, get your ass in the ring. That's what you got to do if you're an alpha. Let's go. Let's see who has get put to sleep, 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 and night, night. Queens, you got to make sure you have regal, regalness and authority over your, your people, your plebes. You're not alpha unless I get to see you knocking somebody out or you get knocked the fuck out. At some point in your life, you're going to either have to have got knocked out or knocked a whole bunch of people out. Until then, I don't want to hear nothing about no alpha. That's it. That's the bottom line of alphaness. <laughs> all right, that's my end. That's my end all be all. That's going to be required. Or you was in war. You know what I mean? You had to strap up or you was on the all league football team. Something. I'm going to need some receipts. Not no old knocked up peace league. That ain't no alpha. All right, stop. All right, shout out to uh, Kaylin Ferguson. Women only need one salami in their lives, period. Coach, could you give these women the Herm Edwards speech? You only need one. Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. All right, that's not going to happen. Last point, then I'm going to do the rest of the Super Chats. The house husband. This is your last effort to avoid emasculation. The house husband. So we got uh, the first one was the overcompensator. A lot of overcompensating ass dudes in the gym. Sneak attack ass dudes. All right. Testosterone and test test and um all kind of steroid ass dude. Back acne ass dude. Okay. Big truck driving ass dude. All right. Mo motorcycle, no helmet, and cut off t-shirt ass dude. All right. So no, I'm just playing. Not all of these guys are alpha. They are essentially guys that are trying to overcome emasculation. But try not to go over compensation. All right. Anyway. Oh, the emasculated son husband. Try to avoid this. All right. Know it coming know, when you see it coming. And then when you're an older male, know what's going on. Know what's going on. Know the manipulation. And then the husband. How do I become this guy? Okay. So eventually she's going to get you and wear you down and get you to commit to a marriage. We played the perfect video for that. Essentially, what's going to happen is in order for you to get the girl or get free access to sex in your mind, which is free, you're going to commit to a relationship and say you're doing the right thing. All of us fall for this for like most of us fall for this. And we think we're going to do the right thing morally by being in these relationships, which to a certain extent is going to be beneficial to you up to a point. But oftentimes for you to keep the relationship thriving, you will go into a house husband mode in which you are going to do equal work around the house. So if I say your wife doesn't cook or clean, you're going to say, well, women are only supposed to cook or clean. Well, no, you can go have a career if you want, but you can't be married to me. Okay. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve two men. I know this. It's unnatural for you to do so, but go ahead, have your career. So I could focus on my career. But I'm very career oriented to myself. So I'm going to be absent. I'm going to be absent in the house for Quite a, quite a long period of time. And I don't want my children to be absent with both parents. So um, this is how it's going to be.
If you don't like that, don't try to change me. But a lot of guys will be changed to become the house husband. You'll do equal shares of work inside the house because it's what's uh, common to do. But outside the house, you'll do all of it. You'll mow the lawn. You'll pick up the leaves. You'll rake up the leaves. You'll build the swing set. You'll clean out the gutters. You'll change the oil in the car. You'll wash the car. You'll fill the car up with gas tank, uh, the gas tank full on Sunday so your wife doesn't have to do so on her way to work on Monday. Now, she doesn't do any of that shit. You'll take the car to Jiffy Lube where you'll change the oil yourself uh, in the in the parking lot, which is going to be difficult for you to do with modern cars. Okay, you'll get the car washed. You'll have somebody wash the car. You'll have somebody, you'll hire landscapers. She'll participate in none of that. But you'll be in the house participating in her stuff because it's going to make her happy. I'm not happy. So this is called compromise in which you're going to be uh, emasculated into doing things, but she's not going to say, I'll take part in the things you're doing, but she'll thump her chest because she brings home a paycheck. You're getting a short end of the stick here. You're getting the short end of the stick. I'm just letting you know. And until you realize that, um, then you won't realize that you're being emasculated and domesticated. Eventually she'll progress into, well, thanks. You're such a good husband. You're such a good man. You're the nice guy that I wanted to marry. But you'll stop fornicating with your wife, although it's not fornication. You'll stop sleeping with your wife. And then she'll start doing the, are you serious? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. All right. You'll start watching her go to Thursday night girls out, Friday night girls out. She's going to stagecoach. She's going to Coachella. She's going to start going to things, vacations and trips. And you'll be sitting home watching the kids. Oh, you deserve a good break, mommy. You deserve a break. You've been working hard. You do half the stuff around the house. I do the other half. Go and take a mommy break. And you're out. You're you're at home babysitting your own kids. In which if you call it babysitting, you're not babysitting. You're a father. Just stay home like you you domesticated dog. And she out shaking her ass. Okay. While you're doing all of the work, cooking and cleaning, cutting up dino chicken nuggets, making tombstone pizza for your kids. So what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is you'll become domesticated. Okay, and then eventually she'll grow to hate you. She'll hate the creation that she made. And she will want to go get piped down viciously back on these streets, right? In these streets. That's after 10 years of marriage. So you don't win in the end. How do you prevent this? Number one, don't sign up for marriages in which this is going to be a qualification. Listen to these words. She's going to say equal partnership. You're just going to say there's no such thing as equal partnership. There's your responsibilities and mine. If you want to go the traditional route, she cooks and cleans. You you do what you do masculine-wise. If you don't, you can make up your own version of marriage. It doesn't mean that she has to cook or clean because half the time she cooks or clean this trash anyway. So it's not like she's better than you. You might cook better than her. But what happens is if you cook better than her, she's going to make you cook all the meals. And she's going to be sitting around texting another dude while you in the kitchen chopping it up. You're going to put the plate in front of her, uh, her, uh, her, her, uh, her face and her phone going to be pinging, ping, ping. So how do you do this? Rich, uh, sometimes I, I'll tell you stories of men that I've trained, um, not all men. So a guy can't say I'm talking about them, but I've trained men who've had money, a big house. They've had the trophy wife and they still are emasculated in their own home. And they look at me as a trainer who was in decent shape. I wasn't in old Mr. Olympia shape, but I was in decent shape and they envied me. Why? Because many times I spent a lot of quality time with their wives 
under the guise of fitness training. I didn't sleep with any of them, but a lot of them like you're in great shape and it's good to be around you. And they would share secrets with me and all these things. And I got more, more access to their wives than they had. And many of them weren't in shape. Many of them were emasculated, completely emasculated. Many of them completely disrespected. And they had the house, the cars, everything paid for. And their wives still gravitated around masculine men. Because masculinity is the only thing. It's the authority. It's the number one. Women want to be around masculine men. No matter what age they are, no matter what marital status they are, they want to be around masculine men. So if you demonstrate that, they're going to be around you and you might be able to get a benefit from them that that uh, doesn't require marriage or payment. So get in shape. Get in shape. That's going to at least, you don't have to be in Mr. Olympia shape, okay? But get in some sort of shape in which then she will respect your authority. Have a philosophy that goes into your family. Equal partnership is not a male philosophy. It's not a masculine philosophy. That is a feminist philosophy created by people who are highly unsuccessful in marriage, but then they want you to bend over backwards in order to make the marriage work, thinking that's going to make them happy, and it's not. I'm not happy. <laughs> it's not. It never makes them happy because they hate who they marry after a time. I've heard women say this. I need to train. I, I swear I had this woman who was trying to get some guy to marry him, marry her, and she basically said, I'm still training him right now. She said that to my face and she knows what I'm talking. She knows what I talk about. And I was like, how's it going? And in the middle of this, I need to train him. She getting pounded out by me, by the way. She putting on her little bra on her flat back. Okay. With the little two hooks, shout out to the two hooks. Shout out to the two hook bra women with the flat backs. Not the one with the big ass mesh that come in like this. You know, the big ass mesh that come in and it meets in the middle and it's like eight hooks in the back like that. And then on the side of it is bra fat that's being squished down by. <laughs> Shout out to the two hook flat back, the chicks that you go like this. You just snap it up. And then they come down and the titty still sitting up like this here. <laughs> All right. They don't drop down. The ones with the big mesh that come back with the eight hooks, you'd be like. And every time you unleash a hook, the titties just drop like this. It'd be like this. Until they lying on the side like this, you'd be like, ha ha ha. Make one titty. <laughs> what was I even talking about? <laughs> right, so anyway, I got sidetracked with that. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about here. Over here. Don't become that husband. I forgot my point. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man, I'm into the two hook bras keys, man. I'm done with them big ass hot. Anyway, shout out to Sono Jono. Oh, he says, I needed to hear your perspective on people pleasing. I'm suffering from that crippling disease and I'm working on that. What books or videos would you recommend that comes from a people pleasing background? Uh, no books, man. This is you. Uh, forget about the books except the free agent lifestyle. All right, so, um, and the ND evolution. Here's the thing about uh, um, this thing about people pleasing. At some point, you'll give a damn gotta get busted. 
at some point, you got to say, you know what? The hell with what people think. You will free yourself from this prison. That is the prison you put yourself in, pleasing everybody else. You're going to realize that now you're living everybody else's life, and then you won't be happy. I got to be happy in this life. And not happy, but I got to be happy with myself. I got to go home and look myself in the mirror. I've often found my inability to say no to a person has led to my unhappiness. It's led to my disappointment. And I say, well, okay. And then later on, I say, damn, I should have said no. <laughs> then I start saying no. Oh, no, no. Just say no to everything. Nope, nope, nope. Now, sometimes you'll miss out. But most of the time you won't. With women, you won't miss out. There's too many damn women out here. Right? There's too many damn women. So the minute I tell one no, another one will appear. All right, I'm never going to be absent. I mean, I'm just not in that season of my life. All right, maybe when I'm 75, but I still will say. I got money. But start saying no to people. It will free you. You want to go out this weekend? Nope. Why not? Because I don't want to. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to miss out, Sean. I don't care. All right. I don't want to go out. Stay my ass at home. And then guess what? You're going to stay your ass at home. And then somebody, eight people going to get shot. Mm. Glad I didn't take my ass out there. All right. It's fear of missing out. Just tell people, no, I don't want to do it. It's not in my philosophy. It's not in my plan. It's not in my time right now. It's my, not my season. Hey, can I slide through? No. That power, that saying no or not giving a damn what people think is actually, man, is so freeing because you could come, you could become who you want to become. I know a lot of people have facades now. Everyone's perfect on social media. I'm perfectly imperfect and I'm really pleased with myself. I know my flaws and I know my, I know what makes me thrive. I know what I like and I know what I don't like. I have a philosophy in life and I stick with it. Anything outside of philosophy, I say no. And that's just because I can't be everything. Although I want to be everything, I can't be everything to everybody. So whatever image you think of me, you will be quite, quite surprised that I, I like other things that don't make me masculine and alpha and all that stuff. That's your perspective. I ain't got to please you. I just got to be happy with myself. And as long as I'm happy with myself, the hell with nobody, the hell with everybody else thinks, especially when it comes to pleasing women. Because they want you to be serving them. And the minute they find out that they're competing for your service, they're going to disqualify themselves from you automatically. You won. You won. The minute you realize that for me, the type of people that I, I hated being around nightclubs and bars, by the time I figured out, why don't I just eliminate that? You know what I mean? Altogether. Why don't that not be an option for me at all? The only time it's an option for me to be fair is when I travel. Now, when I travel, I'm there for that. Okay. But when I'm not traveling and I'm at, on my home base, I don't miss none of that shit. Because I know it's nothing but there but drama, bullshit. They're, people aren't having fun. People are there covering up hurt and pain. There's a lot of broke-ass women out there. There's a lot of broke-ass men out in the nightclubs fronting. There's a lot of people hurting, covering up with alcohol and drug issues. There's a lot of people looking for attention. They're lost in life. Then there's the 10% of people that are in the VIP having fun. 
90% of the people are out there hurting in pain out there. And they're looking to take it out on your ass. They're looking to take it out on you. They're out here trying to reject you. Women out here by being hurt by other men. She crying in the bathroom, snorting cocaine. But when she come outside, she can turn you down and reject you. That makes her feel powerful. But when she take her plump ass home, she crying. <laughs> when she when she getting uh pumped down and 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 skeeted down her throat by another PUA and pumped and dumped, she crying in the morning. They hurt. There's a lot of hurt men out there who look as women as their only source source of validation. So they got to go out there shining and flossing. So that's when I when I see people go out and, and celebrating every week. For no apparent reason, you know, that's what the weekend is for us to celebrate your successes. But obviously, not, not a lot of people out there are successful. When I see people using nightclubs and parties and women as a sense of validation themselves for being a player, a pimp or knowing women, I see hurt. I see pain more than I see anything else. And a lot of people can say this about my message, but this is what I preach. I see pain. I see the pain in your eyes. You're using women as validation or you're hurting. So you got to go out and fake celebrate. But it's okay. You don't have to agree. And it's not all true for all people. But for most people, it is. 85, 90% of those people out there are in pain. They're addicts. They're alcoholic addicts. They're attention addicts. They're drug addicts. They're drama fiends. They shoot up the club because they ain't getting the right hoes. They cock blocking you. They spending money, thrill-seeking. It's mostly true. And once I realized that, I said, I don't need to re be around these people. I'm better than them. I'm better than them. I got more, I got more to lose than these people. These people, got every, they got nothing to lose. And so why would I put myself in a position to be around people with nothing to lose when I have everything to lose? I got a future. They don't. Anyway, he said, deep down, they sad. I think so, too. Deep down, them people sad out there. Watch this. Um, this is this is right here, proof right here. This is one of my proofs of these sad people out here, and this is going to be the woman side of it. Um, where's Josie? Not Josie. I can never find Josie when I want to. Josie's so drunk. For some reason, the clip is not... Like the picture is not the picture that I always want to look for. Oh, is Hi, it? girl. Josie. I love your <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love <gasps> Josie. <laughs> Josie, are you Them girls gonna be crying when they get home, crying, bruises all on them, crying. They done got rejected by the one dude that they found attractive in there. They got rejected, and then all the other dudes that they turned down. They, they don't even re remember them, but they had the power of turning them down. John Ellison, coach, said, I'm not mad that you think don't that you girls don't think. I'm not mad that you girls don't think. That's the opposite of this. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. That woman's in pain. <laughs> she obviously in pain. She let off in pain. 
All right, Miss or MS81 Preach Coach, I noticed that more men are getting in the gym and making better choices in life. Yes, let's applaud that. Getting in the gym, getting yourself in shape. All right, YouTube Trash Talker Coach, did you hear about Miss Alabama? Now what? Alabama. What did she do? Did she delete herself? There's another one that deleted themselves. What happened? I don't see it in 08. Oh, yeah. No, this is an 80. Uh, oh, I think I did a video on her. Yeah, I did a video on her. And it says uh, Rhea or Ray Ripley was looking like she could have emasculated and domesticated me last night, suplexed me. He says, shout out to the nasty boy. Sorry for gumping CGA. LOL. Hey, you know, you can have everything you want there in the WWE. Christopher Serdak, DCSS, is the enforcer of the plantation owners. I have been overcharged $250,000 by the DCSS, and they won't pay it back because they keep 10%. Mm. Wow. And that's what you get, you know, when you impregnate women and they divorce you or they part ways. It's painful. That's a painful lesson. So a quarter of a million dollars down the drain for child support. Child support is the one system you want to evade, okay? Because there's no winning, all right? Even if you can prove the kid's not yours and you're on child support order for more than a year or two, you're still paying that child support. That system is there to enslave you in essence. So you want to get off the child support, all right? One of the biggest victories I had was breaking free of the child support system. Now you're saying you, your child's, your children are still um, under legal age. How did you do that? I fought their ass, tooth and nail, and I waited for my ex to make a mistake, and I capitalized. I jumped all over it. But I fought and fought and fought. Uh, I used all kind of legal tactics to prevent them from using tactics against me. I studied, I studied, I fought. And I said, I'm getting off of that shit. But she used it as a, a means to threaten me to put me on it. So this is an emasculation tool. Not only that, women will use this tool against you to emasculate you, put you in position to, because uh, child support is not about deadbeat, right? That is a, that's, a, that's a myth. Doesn't mean that you're a deadbeat by being on child support system. They don't care if you're a legal father or not. I actually had legal custody at one particular point, 100% physical custody, I mean, and um, I was still on the child support system for six months until I got off of it. So it doesn't mean that you're not doing what you need to do as a father. It is just a means to keep you on a plantation. And it's an emasculation vehicle. That's the same as you asking to see your kids. That's emasculation. Here's, are you still there for your children at least? You dumbass, I got 50-50 legal and physical custody. You can't be that dumb. Are you, that, are you new here? Unless you're new here. You got to be new asking that question. I, I, I'll, I'll give you a break. It was in all capitals too. Because I'm, I'm literally the father of the year of my kid's school. Come on, man. Read my book. See, that, that type of stuff. <laughs> that type of stuff bugs the shit out of me. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be. But if you're new, I understand. If you knew, I understand. When it comes to fathers, there are not that many that are above me in what I do for my kids. I pay for their entire private school funding, all of their activities, and extra. And extra. So much so that if she was dragged me into the child support court today, she would owe me money. Are you crazy? 
All right. I opened up the free agent lifestyle book saying that the school voted me father of the year for running because I was on the PTA board of my kid's school, elementary school. I ran three fundraisers for my kid's school. I raised over $200,000 for my kid's school. I coached all my kids' youth teams, all of them, soccer, t-ball, basketball, football. I was the head coach of all of them. Just so I could see my kids' extra time. I use my expertise in coaching to say, this is how I get to see my kids extra by actually having them participate in the sports and me be the coach. And then I can dictate when the practices are. Come on, man. You got to be new here. Do not come over here. Am am I there for my kids? Come on. My kids getting a win. They win in their life by based what I do, based on what I do for them. And they don't even realize it. They don't even realize it. School voted me father of the year, not once, but twice. Stop. So anyway, but it's it's a shame that men have to do that and still have to be under the guise of you're a deadbeat. Men have to overcompensate on fatherdom and show on Facebook how good of a father they are so people won't paint them in the light of being a deadbeat. This is what This is the world we live in. We have to beg for permission to see our kids as if the woman has the authority to dish out parenting time. She has no authority. That's emasculation. What she tried to do was emasculate uh, me in terms of what I do for my kids. And my kids out here winning in life. Okay. See, here's the deal. When you ask to see your kids from the mother of the uh, mother of your child, that's emasculation. She don't dole out parenting time. She has no authority to do so. That's my children and her children. Those aren't her children alone. So we now have to ask the slave master, how much time do I get as a father? That's how emasculated we are out here. That we have to go to our slave master that she turned you into because she wasn't happy. I'm not happy. Or you went to go get some annihilators and black and miles. Now I have to ask her, can I see my kids? Guys, if you ever said this phrase, can I see my kids? You're emasculated. That's emasculation. Take her ass to court and get it on paper. No, man, I'm cool with my baby mom, Sean. I don't want to, but what if I take her to court and I get on child support? That's the, that's the deal you made. Take that L. Go get your damn kids so you don't have to deal with asking her. And then she gets to dole out. Well, if you drop off $800, I get to let you see. She going to sell you your kids? Hell no. Take her ass to court. Drag her ass through the system. Get your parenting time. Or leave your kids alone. Those are the two options. Leave her ass alone and leave her ass drowning with them damn kids. If she want to go ahead and hold them as uh, hostages against you because she hates you more than she loves the kids, go ahead and let her do it and let her drown in life. And you move out of the country or cross damn country. Get the hell away from all of them. Because all she's going to do is poison them anyway. And all she's going to do is emasculate your son. And all she's going to do is whore out your daughter. All right, so you ain't got no damn defense against this. There's nothing you can do. So shout out to Andrew. Stop peddling women. (laughs) We peddle women over here. Or we pedestalize them. I can never uh, straight that, straighten that out. All right, Ed says, dude's out here looking like Venus and Serena <laughs> with the braids. I can't be mad. 
at that. Shout out to Dwight Brown. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you for being here and a member. H-Stone, my dad said I couldn't get a tattoo or earrings. He said, that's what women do. And again, I, as a guy that wears earrings uh, from time to time, those are some of the things that we grew up with that are kind of some of those things. Although you can find cultures where men do wear something like that. That's different. But, um, but, but um, you got to tell your kids not to go down that route early because they don't realize that that's some sort of, uh, we've gone too far. That's some sort of emasculation to a point. And we all take an L on that. Shout out to Keenan. Keep dropping these gyms. Coach, you saving lives out here. Much respect. Much respect. Shout out to D David G. Coach. Wait a minute. What did it say here? I got to make the screen bigger. He says, Coach the Daddy Man. That's what we out here. We doing it out here. Okay. And uh, the reason why you don't see my kids is because I protect them more or less from the public. Right. So I don't be on here. Got to show you all my kids, because a lot of people follow me, you know, people are looking to dox people and track people down. So I never give my kids names out. I never show them uh, to an extent. Uh, rarely ever do they make an appearance here. It's not my point to prove to you how good of a father is. I am. All right. The proof is in the pudding. All right. And everybody knows it. So that's why I don't show them or do any of that, because they need to, they need their own lives. I don't need to be pushing them out here. And I think it's quite dangerous for people to do so with their children when they're in a broken home, co-parenting. Co uh, I think it's dangerous for you to do that. All right. On YouTube. All right. People will track your kids down. Right. And they, you know what I mean? And then they will track their social media down and all that. So I do keep them private. And uh, same with my ex-wife. People are like, let me see a picture of your ex-wife so we can judge. Bro, dude, she's an adversary. Why would I put her out? Are you an idiot? She literally got used to suing me for seven years in a row. Why would I put her picture out there? Or her name for that matter. So y'all can look her up and track her ass down. Actually, you know what? I won't even mention it. But why would I do that? That's going to even give her more ammunition to sue me. <laughs> Come on. Oh my God, she the ops. So uh, I saw that in the comment section of a video exposing me one time. He don't even show his ex-wife so we can judge her. Why? Why would I? People are, you got to be the dumb, backward-ass thinking person in America for me to talk about this person constantly and then put her fix out there. <laughs> you asking for a lawsuit or not you. I'm asking for a lawsuit. Idiot. But listen, I can't get rid of beta, beta male thinking. You know what I mean? You guys love to watch other YouTubers and see who they match up with to give them an idea of what, what type of man so you can measure them up. Let me give you a piece of advice. All men fornicate with ugly women, period. So never look at a guy and say, oh, he got a this type of guy. She got a this type of woman and he's this type of man because he got this type of woman. All men fornicate with ugly women and average women. So leave it at that. Even your top-notch player pimp and Mac Daddy dating coaches, they all bone ugly women too. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Ugly women getting the best, they getting piped down the most. So don't act like these guys are getting all hot chicks. That's a myth. Some of these dudes out here dating prostitutes and forming them, uh, acting like they're your uh, girlfriends. Not only that, they're out here with trannies too. <laughs> so stop with the whole 
he get hot chicks. Yeah, every now and then, that's what they're going to show you. That's what they're going to show you. All right, but they ain't all banging out hot chicks. And if they if they thought they was hot and they put them up, they're going to get uh, a lesson real fast. This is why they don't show overwhelmingly the 150 or the 200 or the 400 or the 1,000 women they bang because 85% of them are average and below. And they weren't better quality women anyway. So anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oh, I thought, uh, oh, I did catch up. I did catch, catch up. I did catch up. Anyway, we we done for the day. My dog's getting spayed. What else is going on? Oh, I got another dentist appointment. <laughs> and then I'm picking up my kids being a daddy. And then I'll be back for the later live stream. But I might have to go on early because of the basketball game. We'll see. North Carolina over Duke tonight. I'm sorry. North. I'm sorry. Kansas over North Kakalaki tonight. That's my prediction. Kansas too big on the inside. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Head over to the Etsy store about three weeks later. Uh, three weeks left in the season. <laughs>